Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Shalom, going on the record. This is Minister Shedrick in Israel. And welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship on Today's date is January 29th, 2015. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Uh, Central Time. And um, I basically just uh, get the names of the people who are basically joining us tonight for fellowship. Sister Tyra's on the line. Shalom, Sister Tyra. How are you? Shalom, Brother Well. Brother Andrew is here. Brother, how are you? Shalom, brother. I'm well. It's good to hear. Shalom, Shalom. to the block, but no, on the line. Shalom. 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 Shalom, Ima Yaru, tribe of Judah, Shalom family. Shalom, Shalom Ima. Shalom. Shalom, Minister Bartholomew, tribe of Judah. No, brother. Shalom, minister. Shalom, sister Saloon for the tribe of Judah. Shalom, sister. Shalom, sister. Hmm, it? Okay. I guess that's uh, all the people that spoke. I know I heard brother priest on the line somewhere. Brother Tyler, Shalom. Shalom, Brother Tyler. Shalom. Is that anybody? Anybody else? Shalom, Brother Tony is here. Shalom, Brother Tony. Okay. These people come out tonight. (laughs) All right. Is there anybody else? Okay. Well, um, if there's nobody else uh, going to uh, leave themselves present, I will uh, turn over turn it over to Brother Priest. Brother Priest, are you there? Yes, sir. I yield to you, brother. Praise the Lord. I got to give praises to the Most High Almighty. I got to open up with this because I feel good today. <laughs> God knows I've been going through pure hell. <laughs> okay? But my teacher came to me in my dream. Oh, now, wow. He's he, he done this a couple of times. Now, he told me when I was younger, he said, you think any time he said, you, you think you're getting away from me, but any time I want, I'll come into your dreams and talk to you and get you back in, on the right track. He okay. did it again. Okay. He did it again. So, listen, you know I've been going through these physical ailments, right? So he said, 
he, he sits in my dream, and he's like, when are you going to stop ignoring what you have been taught? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm doing everything that you taught me. But <laughs> you're having these pains, right? Uh-huh. And so I'm I'm thinking about This is in my dream as I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, if he was – I'm actually thinking this in the dream. I'm thinking if he was really here, <laughs> he would kick my ass. Right? <laughs> and so then I thought about it, and I'm in a dream, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's here. <laughs> okay. So I wake up. Now I, I've been going through these pains. My teacher taught me yoga, and he taught me some high sciences. The whole elders, they taught us all of this. They taught us how to extract poison from your blood system by using your breath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. How you mm-hmm. can do particular breathing methods yes. Yes. and actually take the poison out of your blood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I forgot this because I, I, this has been like 15 years, you know, so I forgot. So as I... I I, I I wake up and I'm like, oh man, here I go again, another day. I'm got these pains, this, 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 and this. And then I'm remembering the dream, and I start going back in my head how to apply and what to apply to a particular situation. And then I got to give credit to one other individual, Bishop Rosetta Grant, who was one of my first metaphysical teachers in in a. Sh- uh, Sharon Community Church, which was not a it was not a normal kind of church, but she used to say things like, "When you are getting older and you feel this or that, you got to talk to it." And she would say, okay. "If my shoulder starts hurting, I tell my shoulder, get out of there, stop it." She used to say this, and I'm telling you, the deeper aspect of it, I I learned from my teachers, but. I will never forsake Bishop Rosetta Grant. She was a wonderful spiritual mother to me. Taught me a lot, and I'm never going to forsake her. Anyhow, so I did these yoga techniques that I had to remember. And I'm telling you, five minutes later, pain is gone. Mm. Now, now, the crazy thing is, every time I'm faced with one of these challenges, I have to go back to what I was taught. And if I don't, or if I forget, or if I don't apply it, then I got to go through some type of suffrage. Maybe, maybe the Lord wants you to sit down and remember, don't forget what you were taught. Now, I was taught that in the priesthood. And I was also taught that the one they called Jesus had these same sciences. This is why Man. he could go, for instance, I'll give you an example. Why why is it he could go lay hands on people? What What is this? If you understand, it was a number of different things. They They call it different things in different languages. But let's use what Art Bernard said to me last night, acupressure. Mm-hmm. Not acupuncture, acupressure. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Now, you got to think about this, and you got to think about the scientists and read the stories again, and then examine what he was doing when he was placing his hands on them. <laughs> if you know Ayurveda, Ayurveda, Ayurvedic medicine, the Vedas, there's these scriptures that the Indians got called the Vedas, the Upanishads. We studied all that. We had to read all that. They specifically talk about this man called Jesus. The missing years of his life are hidden over in India. They write about his whole life mm-hmm. and who he studied with and what he was doing. Okay, I'm here to praise the Lord today for another victory in my life. I thank the Lord Most High Almighty because every time I get in a situation, those elders had the answers. Hello. <laughs> All praises to the Most High for intervening in my life and many others. I will never forsake them. I will never forsake them. And I will never yield at acknowledging them as the source of what made me me. Because believe me, the Most High had a lot of work to do on me. <laughs> a lot of work. I was a little punk mama's boy, a little chump mama's boy. Got to hide up under my mama. Got to be up under my mama all the day of time. She got to solve all my problems for me. She got to do everything for me. They broke me of that spirit. And they made me a man that said, listen, I don't give a damn if I got to sleep on a bed of rocks, on top of a bed of nails, damn it. I am not going to be subservient to any wrongdoing, period. I'm going to not surrender to any man or woman to servitude when I have the opportunity to correct myself and stand on my own two feet. And I've been living that. All you got to do is mentally think about the tools that you have and apply them and don't be afraid. Now you might have a little jitters. That's naturally, you know, naturally we have that, but you got to stand up particularly you brothers, because these sisters got far more courage than some of these brothers. And it's ridiculous. But the sisters are fearless. When they, when the sisters are like, oh, wait a minute, this is a matter of survival, this is a matter of feeding these babies, the sisters get out there on the front line. That's ridiculous. And, and another motivating factor for me was the fact that I was not going to let a sister outdo me and protecting children, women and children. Mm-hmm. Hell no. I, I just couldn't feel like a man. Like, wait a minute. I've seen women go grab a shotgun and tell the guy, you better get the hell out of here. But I've seen the chump Negro sitting behind his his woman. No. I was 10 years old. I had some type of instinct to say, I know that if somebody threatens my mama, I want to kill them. But I didn't have the heart to stand up. Eventually I did, because now I'm ready to put you down quick if you threaten any of these sisters. Any woman that's one of ours, I'm ready to do it. I'm going to think about it and strategize it, but I'm going to do it. Anyhow, praise the Lord. I feel pretty good today. <laughs> I, went to the chiropractor. Yeah, I went to the chiropractor. Um, last week, Sister Tora cornered me, 
and got me Ooh. to the chiropractor, and the chiropractor did help. But guess what? This here's another thing I gotta I gotta get his testimony. When I'm at the chiropractor, the things the chiropractor was doing was all taught in yoga, and I was sitting there thinking to myself. If I just consistently did this, I probably wouldn't have had this problem. Then last night my teacher comes in my dream and is telling me, why are you not doing what you're supposed to be doing? And when it comes to your health, you got to do that too. So thank you for listening to that. All praises to the most high. Anyhow, um, let me start here. <clears throat> Any skills that you have, for instance, Bhakti Ruth, Sister Ruth, I happen to know one of her skills is singing. Anything that you can possibly do, we need to take another record of this right now because this is what we want to do from here on out. Everybody... We want you to start to earn money for whatever skills you got you have. Here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna have two accounts. I'm gonna get to the real estate after this, by the way. We're gonna have two accounts. One account for tribes. Just follow me. I'm going to explain all of this as I go along. It's just my way of doing it. One account for tribes. And everybody else will have an individual account. But the sister specifically is what I'm going to bring up first. But this is going to apply to everybody. But the sisters are most important. we got to get these sisters secured and comfortable, brothers. We have to do that. We owe that to them. We owe that to them. They should not want for anything that they have needs of. We got a responsibility. Every man in this nation has a responsibility to make sure these sisters are comfortable. And if you don't want to do that, then I'm going to say who's ever listening to this now or in the future, you, you might as well just get out of here because this place is not for you. So, Here's how it works. Every individual will have their own separate account. Tribes will have a universal account. This is going to be first done. Some of this I'm just for the first time speaking on. We're going to first do this through our TV network, but we're going to start before the TV network comes. So, if you have a skill, or if you don't have it as a particular skill, you can develop it, your skill will begin to earn you money. This is how. Anybody heard of Elance? I ain't heard of that. Okay. Other than Bartholomew, anybody? Elance.com? Okay. Here, here's how it works. It's a marketplace. 
So we what we're having is a, a, a TOAN network marketplace. You have an individual account, and then the nation has an account. Let's say your skill is singing. How about you make some money, even if it's a little bit of money? How about you make that? Bartholomew brought this up to me, by the way, so I want to make sure he gets this step. Um, how about you take your singing skills and start doing jingles? and earn some money. Now, you might not start off earning a whole lot of money at first, but let's say you start off earning 10 or $20 to do 15 seconds. Who, don't, who doesn't want 10 or $20 for 15 seconds of work? Some of us don't get that per hour. So, okay. So as an individual account, let's say they come to our home uh, page, marketplace, and you as an individual can sing a jingle for 15 seconds. If they want 30 seconds, it costs more. If they want 60 seconds, it costs more. If they want 120 seconds, it costs more. That's you individually. You get that money. Outside of that, the nation will have an account. The nation will bring in clients and assign that, well, the nation's network is the better way to say it. The network will have clients and will assign those assignments to who's ever available, whoever is first in line to take it. So you have two means of earning additional income for doing short-term um, work, short-term work. Let's say you get 100 people in one day that want 15-second jingles, and you're going to say you're going to charge them $20. Mm. Simple. Right. Let's say you did one minute for... 100 people. You realize this is like an hour and 45 minutes, an hour and 40 minutes out of your day, and in an hour and 45, uh, 45 minutes or 40 minutes at $20 per spot, you would have earned, what is that, $2,000? For an hour and a half of work, an hour and 40 minutes of work. You'd earn $2,000. Now, of course, that's a, a larger sum. You may not get 100 people in a day. But if you get 100 people in a month, could you use $2,000 for an hour and a half of work for a month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say that your skill, let's say you don't have any skills in particular, but Let's use this one. Typing, writing or transcribing, um, that's the only thing I can think of at this moment that's simple. 
anybody here should be willing and able, particularly if you don't have anything coming in, to say, I'm going to sit down and I'll do this work for somebody for two hours for $20, something like that, $10 an hour. Let's say they want you to type. I'm not talking about somebody that you know. These are clients that we can draw in. All you got to do is have your own account set up and tribes have uh, our own account. Whatever task comes in, whoever can take it, takes it. I'm telling you, if you're listening to what I'm saying, you can do this. You could probably start making money tonight. I'm going to show you how to do it. With us working together as a team, as a nation, everybody has to promote us as a whole. Therefore, everybody is going to bring in traffic, which is going to bring in our potential work. Melak Ben Mikael, Tribe of Judah, look out for being nice. Yes, sir. So, brother, I missed you today. What happened today, brother? Brother Malak, you get you gave me a phone. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> at our scheduled time, I sit here working at the computer, and um, I, I I missed it. I don't know how how to hear it. But okay. Okay. Anyhow. Now, understand whatever skill you have or do not have, develop a skill, damn it. I don't care if you're good or proficient or not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you have enough time to get something done, if it's simple enough, you should be able to get something done. But let's say you can think of multiple things. Let's say you can sing, you can type. Hell, maybe you can tap this. I don't know. I wouldn't say necessarily to tap this, but I'm saying whatever skill you have, I'm going to show you right now how you can do this right now and start making money right now. Now, when we do this collectively, it's going to be better. We're going to start off letting everybody get their feet wet. We're doing this collectively. We're going to do this now. Okay. Tribes have the responsibility of knowing what your talent is. Now, some of you may think you can sing. Now, because you know a lot of Negroes think they can sing. So, <laughs> please. I sound, I, sound, I sound great in the shower. I... <laughs> Sure you do, brother. I'm sure you do, brother. <laughs> just, just don't try and put it on anybody's jingle, though, brother. Just stay in the shower. <laughs> so, I know some of us think we can sing. Listen, I'm not talking about those who have made this uh, a, a practice. And I'm saying it doesn't matter how good or or not your skills are. Well, listen, when it comes to singing, it does matter. If you have any background experience. Maybe nobody's ever told you you can't sing or told you you can't sing, 
but Brother Priest will tell you if you can't sing. <laughs> I don't mean any harm, but I am also a musician and a, a music producer, and if you can't sing, then I will be Simon. So please don't, you know, if you can't sing, then don't attempt that. But whatever your skill is, so we're going to have to get some ideas of what people can do. I know, for example, that I've been talking to um, Tony, who's here on the line this evening. He has a particular skill in dog training. So our obligation is, okay, if I'm out here promoting myself, hey, I can do graphic art design. I can make you a logo or whatever. If I'm out here promoting myself, I'm promoting my people as well. Maybe they need somebody that needs somebody they can train their dog. Right. Okay, well, we have somebody that can do that. So you can refer them to your brothers and sisters in the nation. Of course, every referral you get from somebody, you're going to want to give a kickback. That's what you want to do. When we do the account as a whole, as a nation, you want to give a percentage, possibly 10% of your earnings back to the nation, which is back into yourself. But when you do it separately, it's all on you. But we're working together to promote one another so that we can all get some type of better financial stability for us all. Now, we got the other things that we're doing that's coming along, beautiful, fine. But I'm saying this is what we can do now. Has anybody heard of Forer? F O U R R E R. Forer. Anybody heard of that? Okay, let me explain how this works. This is the exact same thing we're doing with the website for the TV network. Okay. It's a market, part of it is a marketplace. We talked about this some months ago, but I'm refreshing your memory so you can get started now because it's that time. So you have these types of marketplaces online that you can take your skill and offer and offer it to a place like Elance or Forer or Fiverr or other uh, freelance is another one. Okay, four means four dollars for the particular skill. You can add on to it, but you know they start you at four. Five earns the same. Elance freelance is higher. What if you do all of these things? Sign up tonight and start doing them all right now. For instance, I also do. Websites. What if I said tonight I'm going to do an Elance and offer my website skills starting at fifty dollars? 
There's another one that I use a lot, which um, is called Envato. I think it's called E-N-V-A-T-O, something like that. I use that a lot to do various things for websites. So I can get templates and plugins and stuff like that and offer services. So if I if I can do websites and I can, I can put my skills on there for fifty dollars, five hundred dollars, whatever, and it's promoting itself just by me signing up. But when you do this, you got to make sure you're able to handle the workload. So you might not be, let's say you have a nine to five and you don't have a lot of extra time. Well, hell, you might have an extra time to do a few things that might bring you in an additional $100. That is going to take you at least amount of time. Hopefully everybody understands. Anybody got any questions on this so far? Any questions? Does this go for drawing as well? It goes for drawing, brother. Okay. Anything you can think of, throw something at me. Yes, sir. Excuse me. And I would just encourage everyone to uh, research how many occupational skills they have determined. I believe it's around 840 of them. And you'd be surprised what you can do and what skills you have, but sometimes we are not aware that these are skills. And once you really start to realize it, there's a lot of stuff you can actually do out here. Um, I know a young man, he's 13 years old. He knows how to create. He creates reviews. He creates people online, creates a profile for them on different sites, and he, he pretty much created an online individual, and he sells them to people to get business reviews. And he has created a business doing it. <laughs> That's not like something they do with IP address. <laughs> yeah. And he knows how to give them their own IP address so Google can track them coming from the same computer. Um and and they do a lot of this stuff for SEOs, for business. And it's just, you know, you'd be surprised how if you're clever enough or if you just know how to do some things, you can get a lot a lot of stuff done. Like you said, just writing. I mean, that's huge. I type like three words a minute. So I got to pay somebody to type 100 words a minute for me. But guess what? I'd rather pay somebody than sit there typing three words a minute. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I, I I would maybe say just look and see what those different occupational skills are because you'd be surprised you may have five or six of them. Uh, yeah. point, point of reference, Sister Tyra. So are we going to provide you with our resume? You don't need a resume. All you got to do is tell us what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> just don't be lousy. I mean, be honest. Like I'm saying, don't try to say you can sing and you really can't or you don't know if you can, but 
What, look, Sister Tyra, give me an example of any type of skills you have. You can just name, just throw anything at me. And I have customer service skills as um, primary, dealing with um, executive escalation, sales service, um, dispatch. And as a hobby, I do, um, like, amateur soap making. Um, so that's... Oh, wow. wow. You said amateur what making? Soap. So, oh, that's what yeah, body, body shop oh, okay. and, and shampoo bars. Matthew I do that as a hobby. Thing. Matthew is Matthew has a, a business he started. Are you on the line, Matthew? Okay. <laughs> he, he he has Judah soaps, but anyway, that's a business we can sell right now. If you make wow. soaps or whatever. We can sell it right now. Now, I'm going to show you how all of this is going to really benefit us. One, we're launching this radio station officially. Right now, the target date is February 3rd, which is next Tuesday. So we should be live beginning next Tuesday. You're going to have a, a, your own free advertising on the radio station. If you haven't listened into the radio station, it's a real radio station. You could just hear it on the Internet. Now, I do have some loose things I'm trying to do, like I got to get the app together to, to download into your phone. But other than that, we're going live next week. So you tune in. People will be listening to the radio, and then your ad will come on. It doesn't have to be your voice, but your ad will come on, let's say, Sister Tyra. If you're looking for independent soaps or, you know, creative soaps, you can take that and make it into a business. When I came into camp with my teachers, first thing they did was teach us how to make incense oils, blend oils and make our own incense. And we hit the block, and we got paid to do that. So, yes, you can take that skill. Now, let me deal with the customer service. And it's ironic that you said that as a sister because I want to explain. <laughs> Crazy, ain't it, brother? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Okay, I want to explain the next level of this. All this is tied in together, and I'm saying we're starting now. So by okay. the end of this thing today, you're going to be able to go tonight and start independently tonight, if you so choose. And it's simple. Now, my background in the music industry I was also, I had to promote my own stuff when I was younger. So I had to do club promotions. I had to do radio promotions. So I learned something, which was how to be a junior account exec for radio and television and not be an official staff member or be hired. So, Sister Tyra, if you have those type of skills, guess what? We got a radio station. We need people to pay for advertising. So, you can be that account exec for us in the advertising. So, what do you do? You use your Facebook. You use your Twitter accounts if you have any of these. You use anything that you can use in social media that doesn't have to cost you money to get some attention to what you do 
And also, at the same time, we're going to be putting some funds behind it to promote the radio station and bring in advertising. But here's the other thing. You could be dealing with, on behalf of us as a nation, various radio and television stations, which some of these markets for the television, um, we may have to have, well, not may. We definitely need some associate producer in certain areas to get it onto the to the station, but let's say we're promoting a project, a product. We want to purchase radio airtime. So you, as an account executive for us, would sit down with the radio stations. I don't know what one. Which part are you in now? You said you're in Florida. Which part of Florida are you in? I'm in Jacksonville. Okay, Jacksonville. So you go to the local Jacksonville station, radio station. On our behalf, we purchase some some airtime. You build a relationship with the account execs there. Then what you do is you approach them about, now I've done this, so I know this works. You approach them about being able to bring other clients to them. Because the account executives usually just sit in the office, right? But I was out in the streets meeting the people because I was a street promoter. So I knew the people and all this. So I I figured out by watching others, I'm dealing with the radio station paying for my clients or for myself, but I'm not earning any money to do it. The account executive is. They even taught me and told me how to do it. So then I would go out, and the same people I'm meeting, I'm saying, you want to get such and such amount of airtime, okay, I'll walk in there for you. You'll get a slight discount. They might get a slight discount, but I'm going to get a kickback for it. You follow me, sister? You there? Yes, I'm sorry. I was on mute. Yes, I'm here. Okay. So it's, it's it's like a solicitation. And you take a cut on whatever deal that's been struck? Kind of, but it's not necessarily a solicitation. I mean, of course, it's basically is that, that part of it is commission-based, but it's not like you got to go out here and try to sell it to people. I mean, you can if you want, but you don't necessarily have to. It sells itself. The reason why is everybody needs promotion and advertising for their business. Right. All they need is to know who to talk to in order to get it for a reasonable rate. That's all it is. So basically, I, brother, you're not to cut you off. Okay. But it's kind of like you. It's almost kind of like brokering when you are going to someone yeah, to. Yeah. Ex- okay, got you. I guess, brother, you got it. It is exactly that. It is brokering. It is exactly that. So guess what, sister? You don't if you. If you went in there to, like, if you went into a radio station tomorrow, now let's say you don't have any, I'm not, I don't know your present situation, but let's say if you didn't have employment, you could go to the radio station tomorrow, find out their rates, and talk to an account exec and see if you could get a kickback for bringing them other clients. Every company does it. They all say, well, you get referrals for bringing in people. Okay, it's kind of the same way, except that, 
you have a different kind of relationship because you actually become a broker. It's just like um, one of those people, those lobbyists. I mean, what the hell is lobbying? That's not a a, a job. <laughs> so it's brokering. Now, if you expand your mind and think about what you can do with these skills, the first thing I want to say is sisters will always be able to do better in that type of field than brothers. Okay. Because sisters, and first of all, most of you are, not most of you, all of you are far more attractive than us. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen some, some hideous sisters, so I have seen uh, them, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the, honesty, most part, <laughs> but for the most part, you're attractive. I, I mean, literally, there's something beautiful probably about every woman you see. Mm-hmm. And and for that, and just your energy, the, the feminine energy, it, because you all are helpmeets and comforters, everybody that's doing business wants to feel comfortable and do a business. So in some instances, they'd rather deal with a woman, you know. In other instances, they'd rather deal with a man. But in this particular field, they're, they're usually the most successful ones are, are the sisters. So let's say you do this with radio and TV. This is what I used to do. I I had a recording studio, right? I was charging uh $30 an hour. And so the clients that come in, they don't know how to promote their music. They don't know anything except for going in here, getting high, and, and rapping. Okay? So after they're done with their music, then I make the pitch. Well, why don't you start promoting your stuff? And here's my pitch. I did this with all these types of companies, and I made money with no employment. So listen to me carefully. I did the same thing with a flyer company, graphic art design. Well, the flyer company and the graphic art design, there was two different companies, and then there was one that was they did all under one roof. I went to the flyer company, and I said, okay, what kickback can I get for bringing in clients? I went to the uh, the graphic art designer. What kickback can I get for bringing in clients? Now I got graphic arts and, and flyers for posters. Then I went to the CD manufacturer. What kickback can I get for bringing you clients? So now I can tell my studio clients, you want to get a hundred CDs pressed up. It's gonna cost you one seventy nine. If you want graphic arts to design, it's gonna cost you. $75. If you want flyers, it's going to cost you this. If you want posters, so I could get you 100 CDs, 100 posters, uh, uh, 5,000 flyers for such and such amount of dollars. Plus, I can get you some radio ads and television ads. Okay, now that's attractive when you put all your stuff together and pitch it to some would be so called record company. You know, a bunch of getting high Negroes to get money, and you say, okay, drop down $3,500, you're going to get 1,000 posters, 5,000 flyers, 1,000 CDs, 10 radio spots, 10 TV spots. Now, I just exaggerated that, but I'm telling you, that's the mind that I was in when I was doing it. 
So now I got multiple streams of income for doing nothing but brokering. Anybody lost? Does it make sense? Makes sense, bro. It's not hard. Since the tyrant has experience in this in this type of work in that area with customer service, so that would help her in that area. That skill would help her. But you don't have to have experience. All you got to do is know somebody that knows somebody or know how to get what you need to get. You can call up any of these people and flat out ask them. Now, normally it's better when you build relationships with them first. But if you you don't have to, particularly no matter where your situation is. You might be in a, in a harder situation than some other people are. You can go right in there right now and do this. Now, of course, you got to wait on people to bite. But if you start asking around, with, with, with music is easy because everybody knows somebody that raps or sings that needs their, their material promoted. They're trying to get their record label promoted. They're trying to get their artists promoted, right? Okay, well, you can earn dollars for that. I did this with business cards. You need some business cards. How many you need? 500. How much how much is it going to cost? It's going to cost you $65. I might have earned $10 off of those business cards. But the fact is that's $10 more damn it than I had 10 minutes ago. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Anybody confused? Okay, now let me explain. I'm going to ask the sisters. It's not going to be a lot of work. It's not any any work at all. All the sisters in the nation, I'm asking you all to participate as account as account execs, strictly for our radio and television that we're about to to launch. That would mean you would be the liaison who the people would talk to. For advertising and all that. So even if you don't actually go out and pursue business, that's not the point I'm trying to make here. You can do that if you so choose. But as we're promoting this thing and we're drawing people in, you all will be the ones that will get commissions and just make sure that this, that whatever clients you get is secured and they they either have their, their commercial pre-created, or let's say they want us to do a commercial. Okay, what's well, going to cost you more money? How many of you can speak proper English? Maybe one of your skills you want to put on the marketplace is voiceovers. I have my stepson doing that. You can do voiceovers. They charge some money, and it'll only take you five or ten minutes and you can earn some money. Easy, easy things to do. One of our problems that we have, this is, the, this is our problem so that everybody can see, you got to stop thinking as an individual. you got to right. think as a team. you got to think as a team. Everybody has an individual responsibility, but it's everybody's responsibility to promote and refer. If you deal with any Jewish people, 
if you deal with anybody that's in business, I'll give you an example. I went to the chiropractor. This is what happened. He says, oh, I'm checking this, 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 and this. Well, guess what? I got a guy over here that can do this for you. This is the chiropractor. He just did this last week. So they have in their mind that they're always going to funnel business to their own little circle. That's not a concept we have in our mind. We know about the hookup. We know about, you know, whenever you want to do something illegal, you know how to get the hookup, you know what I mean? But how about hooking up something that's legal? How about we think collectively? Because if I get business for for uh, Brother Shedrick, he should give me a kickback just for giving him the business. Right. If he loves his people, he would do it, and vice versa. Now he sent me somebody, now I'm going to send him somebody. Hopefully it's clear. Oh, so yeah. when we start doing this, some of you can start tonight if you want. It might take you a few days or so to get used to it. Here's how you start. Go to elands.com and open up a, an account. Review it first. See what it is that you can apply to your skills. You're going to find all types of stuff there, all types of stuff. You can go there, put whatever skill you have, offer it up for service, and start making money. Now, if you do this individually, let's say the nation comes in and does an Elance account. Mm. Your services we're going to offer as well. So now they're drawn to us, and we designate the services to you, and you earn the money, but the nation earning a percentage of 10%. Right. But you're doubling the amount of work that you can get in and make the money. Is anybody confused? Anybody want to speak up? Sounds interesting. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds ready. Brother Priest, for my record, this is Akbar Salamir. To me, this is a, a very fabulous um, move to make. Um, it, it, it's almost like a BNI group. I'm not sure if you guys have ever been a part of one or your company sends you to one, but it's a business network enterprise. And you have a group of different businesses, people from different com um, companies, and the whole goal of the group is to get referrals. So um, in order for me to be in a group, I got to get people referrals they got to get me referrals and 50 different businesses all doing the same thing. It's out there going nuts, getting, getting each other referrals. That's all they do all day. And these little groups be grossing like $2, 3000000 million a year, more than that. So, you know, that's the type of capabilities we can achieve, just collective economics working together. Uh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Anybody want to comment? Shalom. I born on records like Bernard Tribe of Judah. I was just curious as to um, 
with the nation as a whole, like will we offer products, let's say like hats or T-shirts, and then, you know, depending on where everybody at, regionally, collectively as a, as a team, we could, you know, market these products like the message to the straw man or the call of nobility where we be able to offer these products and push, you know, the stuff that we have as well to uh, raise revenue and, um, you know, another revenue sharing type of um, scenario. I was just thinking, you know, hats, T-shirts, is that something like in the future that the nation, that the nation would uh, offer? And I yield. Well, it's set up to do that right now in the university and on the uh, the radio station. They're both set up to do that. I just didn't open it up yet. I wanted to get through these competency hearings, make sure that I could handle that if something went wrong. So probably next week we'll be opening that up. There's a student union inside the, inside the university. So in there you'll be able to purchase goods, and then we'll. That's for that's that's like any university. If you go to the student, go to any university, you walk into a student union. What do you see? Well, that's what we have on our, on our university. Okay. With the radio station, um, we had that as well with the with the t-shirts. But remember, we had the DVD program and the revenue sharing. That's inside the university for people to participate in. And what we're talking about tonight, I'm going to install that into the university too. But it's just the only problem is it has been placed upon my heart because a few people had some things that um, they were going through. And I, I made the call out like, hey, if anybody can, if you know some employment or whatever, please send some information. Nobody really did it. So the Lord placed it upon my heart, look, we got to get these people financially secure. Right. Because one of our brothers had to take a leave because he had a really bad hardship. Well, that's got to stop. Jewish people, I learned this from my, my friend Maduti. He showed me this thing that Jewish people do. They go in quarterly periods. And they reach into their pockets and throw a whole bunch of money in a potluck. Then they pull a name, and whoever the name is they pull, they get all that money. It could be $500,000. But what they've done is, they, they, I saw that he showed me this whole thing that they do. They produce financial security and wealth. Okay, well, we have a financial security plan that we haven't implemented yet that's on the same lines. If you put in a certain amount of money on a monthly basis and then kick it back to one individual by by pulling names, guess what? Next month you might get $1,000. Could that help you right now? If we all just took a few pennies and threw it in a pot and then pulled the name and said, okay, all this is going to that individual. And everybody get their shot at it. You see what I'm saying? We could do it on a weekly basis if we wanted to. And we can help each other right now. You can't tell me that you can't spare 5 or $10 to throw into a potluck in order to help your people. But our mentality is messed up 
We our hearts got to change. The people in this nation, we're in the right direction, but we got to get used to being our brothers and sisters, keep us for real. Because I cannot sleep at night knowing that somebody's got a problem. That's the honest to God truth. It bothers me that much to know that you're going through this. There's somebody that's on the line tonight that I that told me they were going through something, and I was I didn't hear him in class, and I was like, oh Lord. I'm a little bit worried. So I called one of the brothers. I'm like, you know, can you check on this individual? Because I can't do it right now, but I want to know that they're okay. Because that's my spirit. I, just, I can't sit right. I just can't do it. And the reason why is because naturally we're supposed to share. If we did this right now, I'm telling you, if, if we started that part of the program right now where everybody puts us in a, in a little potluck and gives it to somebody, if we did that today by, by two weeks, if we did it every day for two weeks, everybody's financial condition, do you understand everybody's financial condition would improve instantly? Question. Sir? Is there an account? Besides the uh, the temple, like is there another another place that we would send? Let's say you created a potluck fund or a hardship fund. Where 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 would that where would we send that? You know, do we go to PayPal and send it to the temple, or will you create another account for us to you know to send that money to someone, brothers and sisters coming into hard times? We will have that, so we need to create that, and I yield. Okay, let me explain. The temple is the straw man for the nation. Because the nation is foreign, the um certain people that can't they, they won't allow you to do certain things like you can't open up a PO box with a foreign entity in the United States. So like the nation couldn't open up a PO box. Somebody else could open it up and then the nation could get mail at that PO box, but they won't let the nation open up a PO box. Okay? So the reason why we do this for the temple is that's what the temple does for the nation. Now, all we would do in that situation, this is what we've done in the past, is have separate PayPal buttons. So they all go delegated towards one thing, and it's all separated by ledgers. So the the one button would say, uh, like if we said the when we did the, land program for the um, land overseas that we wanted to get. Um, this was after Bartholomew went and secured that land in Costa Rica when we were doing the island. It would be a separate button that would be the island fund. So there's a ledger cap for that particular island fund. It would be a separate button for this, uh, let's say it's uh In Hebrew, I think it's treasury. the doc. Is the Zadaki, because, um, you know, I used to go to one of the synagogues, and it was they actually had a physical um, box there, and people would just arbitrarily, you know, donate for, you know, whatever reason. And if there was a hardship, it wouldn't go. It wasn't like, a, I guess, like a potluck. It would be for actual people in need or if there was um, something that they needed, some upkeeping needed to be done at the actual synagogue or to buy materials, they would use that for. Okay. 
I didn't, I didn't know that about you. I'm not familiar at all with Judaism, or very little, I should say. Um, but, yeah, we could do that. Like, actually, a, a former sister that used to be in the nation, she she did bring that up uh, uh, last year. She said, um, why don't we just all pitch in some specifically for people with hardships? I was reluctant to do that because at that time, <laughs> Most of the people were on hardships. <laughs> the nation, most of the people were on. A lot of those people are gone now, but it was a lot of them that were on hardships. A lot of them. So that's something we can do, and that's something that I would like to do, but we all got to be committed. You know, because cause it's not fair if you only got, let's say you only got 10% of us right now. Our numbers have gotten down to a little bit under 50. I don't know what it is. But we lost a lot of people last year that just could not hang. I mean, I can think of a number of them off the top of my head. I can think about about 10 of them off the top of my head that just didn't make it. Like this guy Chase, this other guy Jesse. Um, some of their names, I can't even remember how to pronounce them, but... We lost a lot of the people. Anyway, if you only got 10% of the people that are doing okay, that 10%, we can't really rely on that to help the other 90%. So now we're in a better position. Excuse me, uh, sir. Uh, before I get it away from this computer, I just kind of want to read a couple of these projects because I'm in the business section of the projects. And... This girl said, I would do any online research for $5. I will be your virtual assistant um, for $5. I will write all contracts and agreements. They're doing contracts. Right? I will write a trust. I will do your statistic homework. I will create five business names for your company. <laughs> Hold on. Um, let me just read some more. I will make a deep internet research. I will brainstorm five names or taglines within 24 hours. I will write five brand names for your business. I will create an awesome logo design. I will give your product, invention, or book, or, or business, or book. Uh, I, got, I guess I got to press a button to see what that is. I will write a perfect overall business plan. I will create a I will create a, I will craft, I will custom craft a winning mission statement for you. Like, there's just so much stuff you could do <laughs> if he generated money on this stuff. It's just it's unbelievable. And you're talking about, like, a virtual assistant for three hours. Well, if their phone rings five times in three hours and you just answer the phone, you know, it just, there's so much you could do on here, and it just, it's really that simple. And from what I understand, some things are, some things go for five dollars, but then some things don't. Correct? I, yeah, like with Elance, it's usually fifty dollars and up. Right. But but yeah, some things go for as low as five. Like on four, is four dollars. That's the starting price, right? Yeah, on four is the starting price is four dollars. On five, the starting price is five dollars. But 
You know, usually what they do is I've been doing this for. Uh, is uh, is our minister of commerce introduced me to this stuff over a year ago, and actually last April. All this time I've been doing this stuff, building up this campaign, working it, learning how to use it, learning the ins and outs, the, the positives and the negatives. So what happened is, let's say you offer somebody something for $5, but if they want extras, it's going to cost an additional $10. So at the, the, what they draw you in on is a low price to begin with, but they, you're going to walk away with 30 or $40 for each event. You see what I'm saying? So that's one of the tricks that they do. They'll, they'll draw you in for a low price, but then when you want the additives, then you you got you end up paying anywhere between thirty and fifty dollars. And there's right. nothing wrong with that because the whole point is I would prefer that we all keep this conversation to ourselves. It's open to the public, but keep it to yourself and make it work for you first. Because a lot of times what we do is we start, we think we got some knowledge now, right? You know, and you go out and start talking to other people about what you're trying to, you haven't even gotten yourself off the ground. And then you get mad when they start excelling in what it is you share with them and you can't get off the ground with it because you're not applying yourself properly. Do it first for yourself. Make it work. I'm telling you, I've been doing this stuff for a year. Almost a year. I've I've been doing it. You Great. can do it, sir. Yeah. So, um, you know, I got I got a university for my employees, kind of like the Hebrew University through Moodle, and uh, on Elance, I got someone that would type up a thousand pages, um, copy paste, and then upload them to the Moodle site for five hundred dollars. Now, I haven't paid them yet because I'm going to see what I can get it done for on Fiverr. But, you know, it's just little things like that. For me to type a 1,000 pages, I'm not doing that anytime soon. But for them to type it and upload the training material into the Moodle account, you know, would save me maybe three, four, five, maybe a year worth of typing. But, you know, it just... So those are the, those are just the advantages we can get whether we need work completed or you know we want projects. You know if you got if you can type a hundred words a minute, like literally people will pay you to retype a book and pay you a couple hundred dollars. So it's not just cheap dollars. You know it's not just fifty dollar jobs. Like people are doing thousand dollar jobs. You know I I know people. I well I know a company that doing a $12,000 job for um, another company, and it involves web design. But these people are getting big jobs through these these platforms, and we can get them too. Uh, yeah. Praise the Lord. So you can do this now. My suggestion is you start off with Elance. You don't have to, even if you just go and open up your uh, account, and look around and get used to it. Do that. Do that. Help yourself to change your situation right now. Help yourself to do it. You can think, listen, there are people that will do crazy things like, okay, I'll give you an example of what I did. 
But Brother Bernard, do you remember last year you and I were talking on the phone, and I said I got some new information on promoting. Do you remember that? I was in California yes, at the time. Yes, okay. sir. I'm going to share that with you for the first time in this last year. It has escaped my mind to share this with you. What I did was I just told Bernard this. I mean, excuse me. I just told um, Bartholomew this to, earlier today. What I did was I went state by state, country by country, and I I loaded up on particular advertising venues. Let's say I got New York. I got New York radio stations. I got New York newspapers, magazines, television, whatever, that will allow you to advertise through them for a low cost. Let's say the low cost is 5 10 20 30 50 dollars. Okay, one of them, one of the radio stations that I got was doing $140. This is in Georgia. I was going to use this for our, I am going to use it actually, for our school that we're going to open up, the martial arts school in Georgia. Now, you get 30 days of advertising on the radio for $200. Now, if you go to any radio station, they usually want you to put down $1,200. Here's a measure, and I will did this all over the earth. So let's say right now we want to promote in the United Kingdom. I'm going to do this, by the way, with the radio station, and I'm probably going to start doing it tonight when we get off these calls. I'm hitting the United Kingdom, Canada, in various states across the country with this this radio station for low cost for advertising through newspapers, magazines, television. I set up for this last year and collected and made one big advertising book. It's like an advertising Bible that I can say, press go, boom. It's time to promote. I'm going to hit. Alaska, I'm going to hit the United Kingdom, I'm going to hit Canada, I'm going to hit Las Vegas, California, New York, Texas, Michigan, any product. So, like I was telling Bartholomew earlier, I said, well, we can do this with any product. I got a master list, we, and, and I tested the stuff out. So I know that it works. All you got to do is have a product or a talent, we start advertising, hit hit play. I got in my hand right now, it's ironic that Sister Ty was bringing this up, Judah Soaps, okay? But, uh, I mean, excuse me, Brother Matthew, since he started making Judah Soaps about three years ago. This one is rose pebbles, cinnamon, shea butter, and coffee. Now, it's been sitting here next to me. It's been sitting here next to me for a while. I haven't even opened this one up because I really like this one. Okay, now we have advertising channels to promote anything. So let's say Sister Tyra does her soaps or whatever. 
now we have a, 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 an email address, a contact phone number. We got a channel to send this and promote it through, and then draw in business with the radio station. We got people all over the earth. We can hit. Not only that, you got stuff like I will give you ten thousand. YouTube views for five dollars. I will give you five. I will promote to ten thousand of my Facebook friends for twenty dollars. You see what I'm saying? So imagine if you take if you take your product, your skill, and we send it through these channels. We can do this, and we're going to do this. If you're a daughter, sir. Hey, this is the last time I gotta say so. Hey, um, I know how to make. I be I've been making um beer grow too, for the beer for us Israelites. What? Yeah, so you gotta see my beer now. <laughs> I, wait, I, I know wait, how to wait, make wait, the wait, 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 wait. You know how to make your beard grow? Yeah, there's certain oils that is good for the skin that um will cause for bald spots to start growing. Um, hair follicles, and it stops balding, and um, will fill in your beard. So I, hmm. I formulated something that I've been using on on myself, and it's working. <laughs> and I was, I was, just, I was also thinking, um, like, how would you feel if you know someone set up an account and they, you know, was selling, you know, I'll write a living trust. You know, we we. We focus on trust in the second and third degree, so I just thought maybe that could be something as a nation we promote too is writing these trusts, and you know we could easily get two hundred dollars for that to because to set up a living will or a trust, attorneys are getting thousands for that. Well, we talked about that before in the past. The idea is you gotta we can do that, but you gotta be sanctioned. So. When you do it for yourself, oh, yeah. and the, the reason why we haven't sanctioned many people to do it, like Sister Torres sanctioned to do it, she's done it. Sister Torres sanctioned to do, she does Chapter 7, she does uh, divorces, she does trust. She's sanctioned to do it on her own merit, not because she's my consort, because she studied to show herself approved, now she has the sanction to do it. And she made money doing it. She's done it, and she's made money. The first client she got paid $300. So, yes, we can do it. Uh, yes, we can do it. She did a divorce. Can we do it through Fiverr? Can we do it through Fiverr? Not, not on our behalf, no. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because you got to be, if you're sanctioned, that's different. Not if we, I'm, I can't allow us to just go out here and and just do a living trust from somebody unless I, we got to absolutely know that you can do it. I personally got to know that you can do it because I am not comfortable without making sure. Do it on yourself first, <laughs> and then we can sanction you to do it on others. You see what I'm saying? Like with your beard stuff. We can sell that, man. We can sell that through what we're doing now. We can, we can sell that with the soap. Hits, yeah, the we soap? can do that with the soap. And, and I think he, he got a patent. Go ahead, brother. 
uh, brother Eric from uh, Tribe of Judah. I was ask, I need some of that beer stuff. I got some patches that won't grow. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Give me that too. I tell you what does help that silver water. That does do it. So anyway, um, everybody understand. If if you don't, if you if if you don't participate, if you don't feel it, just don't participate. But we have an obligation to raise ourselves up. This is where we're going to start. So I'm introducing this to us in this manner. So that you can go out tonight, get your Elance account. You can. These are the ones I'm gonna give out these websites. Elance.com, Freelance.com, Forer and Fiverr. All you gotta do is type any type of name close to these, and you will find them. Okay. Now, if you have a skill or something that you see that you can do. There are people on there that are holding signs. I will hold, the, the women on there, I will hold your sign f- for $5. Okay. But the point is, you're $5 closer to, you're $5 more than what you had before. They charge a dollar, I think they charge a dollar on Fiverr. So you actually earn $4 for a $5 job. But with Elance, it's different because you get more of that money. So, and you have bigger starting costs. Take it over. Um, this is what I'm going to do. We're gonna hang when we hang up from here. I'm going to open this program up. Everybody can go into the forum and list their skill. Okay, you're gonna go into the university in the forum and list your skill. It's not open right now. I gotta do it when we get off the line, and I'm trying to grade these these competency hearings. So I'm, you know, I got a lot of work, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this done this evening with that. List your skill. I'm gonna put in there this this information that we're talking about tonight, so you can start tonight, and you might be earning money tonight. If I, if I was, if I needed it, if I was, I'm not saying I got a lot of money. I ain't saying that. I'm saying if I was in a desperate situation, I would immediately do this tonight. Mm-hmm. I would take phone calls for somebody. I would write something up. I would I would rap for God's sakes, and I can't rap, but I would do that if I needed to. It's better that you do this and get your feet wet, and this is going to help you to open up your mind in so many different ways. Then we'll slowly, over the next few weeks, start implementing the other things, which is we're going to do the account strictly for the nation, so once, if you put your skill down, like I keep going back to Sister uh, Ruth, but because she sings, so she can have her separate account and do it for her singing if she wanted to. And if she wants to do that, then we could do it through the tribes also. So we're all bringing in traffic. That's the point. 
It is simple. The only thing stopping you is you. No complaining, no woe is me, no Eeyore syndromes or woe is me, none of that. Take the power of God Almighty that's in you to do something for yourself and get off your behind and do it. I'm really talking to the brothers in particular that have called me and say this or that about their struggles. <laughs> if you haven't applied this stuff, then you're not doing anything to help your situation. And you as a man, as a brother, have an obligation to be self-motivated to be a breadwinner. Otherwise, you don't deserve any women or children in your life. I'm just being honest. If it hurts your feelings, that's not the intent. But if you have children in a, in a woman that you don't have the initiative to be a breadwinner, you don't deserve them. That is why she tongue lashes you, brother. That's why she keeps beating the hell out of you and wants to get away from you because you are missing something as a man. Listen, it don't matter if you're bringing in nickels and dimes. Now, sometimes you get gold-digging women that be like, you don't make enough money for me to be with you, okay? Well, that, that's a whore, okay? A real woman is going to look at your potential of what you can accomplish when you apply yourself, and she's going to say, I don't care if he has two cents or if he has $2 million. This man is going somewhere with his life and doing something for himself, and this allows her to say, I can trust him with my nature. So all of your little problems with these arguments that you have with these sisters, and you keep wondering why you can't shut her mouth, this is why you can't shut her mouth. you got to have self-initiative. you got to have that breadwinning spirit and work hard. Okay, then you say, well, then when I work hard, the next thing she says, you don't spend no time with me. Okay, well, listen. You can't just spend all your time just trying to get money. You do have to manage your time and attend to the affairs of your woman. She needs you, and you need her. She's oh, holding your back, man. She's holding you down while you're trying to do this, and all you hear out of her mouth is she's slaying you. Preach. <laughs> preach, preach. I mean, how do I know, how do I know this? Because I was that chump. I was that yeah. chump. And these elders beat that the hell out of me. And guess what? These sisters beat it out of me, too. Because mm-hmm. I, kept, I kept feeling... See, a lot of us, we feel like, well, i got to have a lot of money. You don't put your self-esteem in money, man. Never put your self-esteem in money. But put your self-esteem in the value of what the Most High made you by nature. You're supposed to go out here and be a hunter and a breadwinner. And if you're not doing it, there's something spiritually wrong with you. And you've got to correct it. Check yourself and correct it. And a lot of times, listen, you know, I'm telling you, these elders put me personally, I can speak for myself, but everybody that they touched, through pure hell, through 100% pure hell. And they would be so cruel sometimes. My teacher said, 
they said, the little bit of mercy that we're going to show you is just shy of what your enemies will not show you. So you better take this from us now so you'll be ready to go out here and be the man that you're supposed to be instead of crying like a little whining baby when you get challenged by life. You see what I'm saying? So what you got a bunch of Negro so-called men walking around here talking about crying? You know what else they said? They said when a man cannot find a job, he's required to create one. When a man cannot find a job, he's required to create one. So we've been teaching the skills of how to reorganize your mind and get into the space where you're going to know how to deal with, where you learn how to deal with your debts properly, not that imaginary sovereign garbage, how you deal with them properly and get in order, reorganizing your affairs, learn how to recontract and contract properly, and go out here and be a man and be a breadwinner. Brother, go out and bring in two damn dollars an hour, and that woman's going to respect you and love you. Sooner you're behind and watch Netflix and play PlayStation all damn day, she's going to loathe you. And, and guess what? She's gonna she's gonna be, she's gonna feel so trapped and stuck, because spiritually the scripture says, this is what it says, and her desire shall be to her husband. That's the book of Genesis. This is after this curse, right? So her desire being to her husband is a curse for her because she is spiritually bound to him when he is a chump. It's a curse for her. So she's spiritually bound to him. She feels like she can't leave him, but she don't want to stay with him either. She feels torn. She don't. She doesn't want to stay with this chump, and she loves him as a as an individual, a flesh and blood living soul. But she can't love you, man, like you're supposed to get love for her until you be the man you're supposed to be. You can listen, man. She'll respect you as a janitor, as a garbage man. And look at our Mexican brothers. They go out here and earn two dollars an hour, and then the, the, the Mexican sisters respect them. But the Negro is pathetic, and we got to stop that, man. We got to stop it. Anyhow, forgive me for going on that tangent, but you know. I told you all when I started tonight that I feel good today. <laughs> okay, so anybody want well, to keep feeling better, anything? brother? Keep feeling Hallelujah. better, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah! I want to ask a question. Man, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Website. You, you said thelance.com and freelance.com. Elance. The letter E. Elance.com. Okay. But you want to match your skills with what the people are doing on there. The next one is freelance, F-R-E-E, freelance. Mm -hmm. The next one is Forer, and then the next one is Fiverr. Uh, Forer, I think, is F-O-U-R-E-R. Fiverr is F-I-V-E-R-R. The other thing that I was trying to impress upon you here is exactly what you see them doing is what you're going to see on our network website. 
So you'll have those accounts open or one of those accounts open, and you're going to be doing it through our network website, and we're going to be on national TV, drawn in business. Now, you got to know that you can accomplish this, and I'm telling you, when when you, when we put our minds together and put our hearts together and we're in the right direction, we are a powerful people. Mm-hmm. And there is not. nothing stopping us. Nothing at all has ever stopped us. And it ain't right. the white man is the devil. I don't want to hear that nonsense. That's right. It ain't. It ain't got nothing to do with him. It ain't I never. See that all too often. What have you? Have you people read the Bible? The Scripture says, "I will send you an enemy." Yep. I will. If you diso- disobey these laws, statutes, and commandments, I will send you an enemy. Of fierce continents. It says Isaiah 45 and 7. I, the Lord, make evil. Right? So what it means is what you perceive as evil, what you perceive as evil, the Lord created that to spank your behind. That's I wish you could get on there and tell them folks that, brother, because, I mean, they are everywhere. If the white man did this and the white man did that, <laughs> no. I mean, they, say that. they say that to me. I'm going to swing on them. I'm sick of hearing that. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing it. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's sad is, what's really sad about it, I don't know if you all know this, but I heard Mr. Farrakhan say this. He said, now, the one that started this was Elijah Muhammad in Nation of Islam, the white man's the devil, and Malcolm X, right? Mr. Farrakhan said, right at the end of Elijah's life, he said, I want you to stop calling him the devil. He said, I want you to use the word Satan. Stop calling him the devil. Elijah Muhammad told him, he said, stop blaming him for what you made him to be for yourself. But you, now, you know, I don't know if you hear this. Excuse me? No, I was about to say, you know what's so interesting about that, brother? Believe it or not, I mean, just real quick. I was just reading some book uh, from this uh, openlibrary.com site, and in this book, it literally says, the black man. One of the usual names for the devil. I'm not lying. Like, I have it. I took the page from that that dictionary. It literally says it. So it's funny how we all have our own perception of what the devil is, but it literally says that in this dictionary. The first devils on earth are all painted black. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. These, these Negroes are liars, man. Listen. They call themselves noble Moors. They call themselves Hebrew Israelites. They're liars. They made up religion, man. They made up this stuff, man. They made up idolatry. Do, do you know how many Hebrews were here before Ben Ami, Yahweh Ben Yahweh, and um, and Hebrew Israelites? Do you know how many? It was it was probably back then. It was probably two million of us back then. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about functional. But when we got over here, it was probably 10 to 15 million of us that were Hebrews. But as they start converting us into Christianity, we stop identifying as Hebrews, but we still kept the principles. My point is, these people made up this stuff, man. They're liars. 
They're not true to these scriptures, and you can see it. They are bigots. They're hateful people. They are backstabbing, low-down, dirty dogs. I'm just telling the truth. All these so-called noble moors that's going across the country charging people for nationality garbage and sovereignty papers and is destroying these people's lives. And they were the reason, I have to give them credit for this. They were the reason that, in my heart, that I stood up to speak about this and raise this nation. They were the real motivation. I got sick of being in Detroit. This 74-year-old woman, listen to this. These Moors told this 74-year-old woman they could save her house. They came right out and put this woman out on the street. These so-called noble Moors ran with their tails behind their backs, tucked underneath their scrotums, right? And the community stood up and put the woman back in her house. (laughs) Wow. Where were you nigger moors when this woman got, this 74-year-old woman, you got, I had to see, I had to see this on TV in Detroit. I, w- I was thoroughly disgusted, man. Everybody that was calling themselves moors at that time in, in, in 08 in Detroit, they were all selling this sovereignty and I can save your house stuff and you can get a million dollars off your birth certificate and everybody they got close to and touched was destroyed. Mm. And I kept seeing this time and time again, not even realizing that the elders that trained me prepared us for this, not even realizing that they mastered this, but they never used the term sovereignty. But they prepared us for this. That's why I've been in this since, like, 95. All that so-called sovereign stuff, I've been in it since 95. What were you doing in 95? Think about it. What was these niggas out here talking about their moors doing in 95? They started this stuff. they doing that. <laughs> same stuff. Well, no, they weren't even around. They started this stuff <laughs> in 08. They started this stuff. As soon as the, the mortgage foreclosure fiasco hit, that's when these moors came out and started trying to sell moors freedom from your mortgage packages. <laughs> That, I mean, you know it's the truth. They wouldn't do. Why weren't they doing it all five, oh six, and oh seven? Because most of them wasn't even identifying themselves as Moors, and they got into it to try to escape some type of problem they were having. Having, and then when they got into it, then they quickly learned how to make a profit off of their own people. They're low down, dirty scumbags. I'm telling the truth. Forgive me for how I'm expressing it, but it needs to be expressed that way. But another thing, brother, real quickly, yeah. another thing I start seeing, and I really hate this, is regardless of what it is that they learn or who they're learning from, now you have these moors or whoever it is that get inside these conscious groups, and they think now they know more than the people who taught them. Like, it's real ugly now. I see it all the time on Facebook, and it's bad. <laughs> I don't know why they do it, yeah. but it's starting to become an uh, epidemic amongst our old people. It's Francis Cress Love, and she doesn't know this. Uh, uh, Khalid Muhammad, he doesn't know this. So they're stupid. The guys are for one West, they're stupid. I'm like, well, you just learned this stuff last year. So how are these people stupid? Yeah, obviously, you're a product of their uh, education. So what does that make you? I'm like, yeah. never mind. It's ridiculous. That's right. <laughs> That's why Excuse we me. don't need to be involved with these people. <laughs> we don't need to get involved with them. But anyway, see you, I'm, I'm hyped up. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So um, you said within the um, 
the network, we're going to have something similar to Fiber. It's, yeah, more like Elance, but yeah, same thing. To be honest, you know, if there's a possibility for us to, and me and you kind of spoke about this, but have it, I'm not sure how you're planning on setting that up, but kind of letting it be an entity on its own and disguising it because if we can set up a fiver or like an elance for, you know, the 12 tribes or said black people or whatever you want to call it, like that will, we need a platform like that. We need, there's two platforms yeah. out there that is so serious if we can if we can set that up and have its functionality and its feel to be similar to Elance or Fiverr, we we can literally like it will make it hard on companies like Google. I looked at some numbers and our growth our planned growth in America is so big in the next twenty to forty, sixty years. If we can set up a platform that, you know, like I look for said black-owned businesses, but I can't find them. I know brothers who got businesses that will pick up a sister who can type a hundred words a minute and have her do the work. Mm-hmm. And it, but we don't know where to find them. And if we can find them at one platform, it will shut down a lot of entities that are utilizing our our energy and giving us nothing for it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we're yearning for that. I'm telling you, I, it's like, there. If that can be set up, and like I said, if it can operate like a, uh, like a business should operate, like you know and I know, um, a business should function, like that would be, that platform will get a lot of buzz, and a lot of people will be utilizing it because we want to spend money with each other more than we think. We want to do collective economics, but we're so scattered and we're not promoting ourselves properly, we can't be found. And if we can have those platforms established where our people can be found, if we put the footwork and the energy into getting our people on these sorts, on these platforms, where people can say, I need this done, I want this type of food, I need this, I need that. Like, people are going to spend money with them. There's so many people who love, who embrace our culture that outside of our nationality will also be giving us that money. So, you know, I, you know, if if it's something we can pull off, we need to be definitely looking at that because, you know, I know people who just like, man, I can't find a black business. And they're around, you just can't find them. Uh, yeah. Well, you well, you must have forgot. That's what we talked about before we went on break. Like that's the whole idea of the network is a network marketplace for aboriginals, which is Negroes, Correct. Latinos. So that's what we're going to be doing. Now the thing is, the reason why I'm speaking on this today is because we got some people that need we need to get some changes in their lives immediately. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like today. With the with the network marketplace, like it's like with the radio and the TV network. I mean, I got to be able to to handle it from a technical perspective. So 
like with this week on the university, I was last year I wouldn't have did that. I was I was too terrified last year, but this year I I I'm comfortable. So where there were little quirks there, I'm comfortable. I know how to address it and handle it. I got to be in that space for everything with the radio station, with the TV network, all the same thing. So mm-hmm. we're right there. Now, just imagine um, we, we we talked about needing people that, that can conduct interviews. Let's say we have uh, – who's in New York? Uh, well, the closest one in New York would be would – be, uh, Robert. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking of a sister, Octi. Uh, Octi Roof would be closest one to New York. But let's say we get Francis Crest Welsing. We got um, Booker T. Coleman. We have Renoko Rashidi. I'm talking about Negro giant scholars and historians, real ones, not these fake cats on the streets. Real <laughs> Negro giants. And we have somebody that can interview them and put them on TV. Put them on our network. Put them on our radio. And centralize us to make this nation the treasury for all niggas in America. Mm. <laughs> you understand, brother? They don't have to join us to be a part- participating in that. The scripture says there will be 12,000 from each each nation, each tribe, but the multitude will follow them. Exactly. Now, if you mm. don't have it in your mind what, it, what it's really talking about, I mean, come, where, where are they going to follow them to? They're going to follow them to some ladder up to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> where are they going to follow them to, damn it? This man is Here's what it means commercially. We're going to lead the, the planet back to real civility. Oh, yeah. Commercially, who has the mind that you have around you? Ask yourself that. <laughs> what two people around you have the mind that you have? None. You, none. <laughs> this is not tooting our horn, but for some reason, you heard the message. Yeah. For some reason, the one next to you, the scripture says there'll be two in the field. Mm-hmm. One shall be taken up. The other one shall be left behind. Taken up to where? You're escalating your consciousness mm-hmm. and your awareness of how to conduct yourself for real. Not this fantasy game. The Bible teaches you how to conduct commerce. And you can, you and you, can, they're blind. They've been taught idolatry. They're totally blind. They look at the Bible and they just pull out spirit this and spirit that. And every time they do that, it's usually idolatry, right? Okay, why don't they look in the Bible and pull out the commerce? Because I know, the commerce, right? the commerce was not designed to be delivered to them. It was designed to be delivered to you. That's why you were called out of this. That's why you left those ones behind. Mm. It is you that that Bible is talking about. It's you. Mm. You are the ones that are the light bearers of these scriptures. You are the ones. Everybody else is going to teach you to to pray to some idol god that doesn't exist. It won't get you remedy. They won't know how to teach you about the real God. 
They'll teach you rituals. They'll teach you traditions. They will not teach you what the real Most High is because they can't. And if they could, they wouldn't do it because they still want to rape you and your Federal Reserve notes. But you, those who are here, your heart is different. And the Lord sees that. Nature sees that. And you had to be called forth. We lost the great Ben-Ami. He transcended. A man that told the whole earth who you were. A man that led our people back to our homeland. That ain't something yeah. to take lightly. His transition means you got an obligation to fulfill his mission. Because he was in the line of the rest of our prophets. Whether you agree with what he taught overall or not, that's not my point. I'm talking about right. what he accomplished. I'm talking about what he accomplished. It was a sad day losing him, but it was a glorious day because he transcended. And not not only did he transcend that, you got to understand, he transcended what you call the power over death because he established something that had not been done since the time of the prophets, and we are here to finish it. What I mean is, look at this. Do you all know, we talked about the origin of the Hebrew language. Do you know, you can go over in, in, in Israel today, and there are names on particular lands and landmarks from the ancient prophets back to Adam. Mm. that they left landmarks in the ground and for some reason they can't touch these things lawfully so you're telling me Adam was some fantasy man who was dealing with some fantasy worship or did this man know civility law government did Abraham know it why is Abraham's name all over the place why is Eber's name all over the all over Europe is a bunch of Ebers. Iberia is the land of Israelites, the land of Hebrews. That's what Iberia means. The land of Hebrews. It's all over the earth, but the people are blind because they don't see the, the language of law in it. You all got me so hyped up today that I didn't get a <laughs> chance to do <laughs> Well, I was already hyped up, but I didn't get a chance to do this real estate. So Inside the university is the real estate investment program. Please investigate it again. Continue on that on your weekly studies. We'll return here next week. But get on this thing tonight if you're ready to do something, if you need to do something other than what you are doing right now. Investigate this stuff and utilize it. Get on it. I'm going to post it in the university. You'll probably see it tomorrow or later tonight, this particular program that we're adding also. Because once we start operating collectively in collective economics, and as our brother, Minister of Commerce, referred to us about the referrals and how people practice referrals, we got to start thinking collectively. I want for my brothers and sisters what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And listen, we got to do it or get the hell out of this nation, one or the other. Leave now before we get, before we catch up to you. <laughs> the scripture says put you to death. 
Don't I'm think afraid. I'm going to disobey the Lord. Yes, sir. This is Melag Ben Mikael, Tribe of Judah, for the record. Uh, by me being late, um, I didn't hear who the Minister of Economics is. It's Minister Commerce Bartholomew. Brother Bartholomew. Yes. Um, Hello, brother. Is there a way I can get in contact? Yes. Discuss some ideas. Definitely. Uh, Let me give you a number. You got a pen? Yes, sir. Um, Six. Six one two. Three six nine eight nine nine five. Thank you, sir. Um, that's all. That's also my business um, line. So if, um, if you get a voicemail, don't hesitate to leave a message. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, and second thing, um, brother priest, um, is there be another time that we can uh, discuss that? Uh, what time are you available tomorrow? Um, just just give me a time. I'm I'm available 24. Okay, cause cause what I did was I contacted Brother Bartholomew because he's the minister of commerce, and I shared with the little bit that I got from you. I already okay. shared it with him. Okay. So, um, it would be necessary for him to be there with us. No problem. Uh, you know. And we have the ambassador at large, Antagenier. Now, Antagenier is, he's like a mortgage broker. He basically is. He, But he deals with high-end stuff. So he deals with, like, uh, real estate development. You know what I mean? So this is he all, would be. This is all developed, but it's a good thing. Yeah, I know, brother. Uh, and, and. I've been talking about it all night, actually, to my consort, and and um, so he and I talked about it. There's a, so everybody knows, so this ain't coded. There's a, a potential uh, real estate investment transaction that the brother has brought forward to us, so so that we don't get you know too hyped up and geeked up. Uh, we're gonna investigate it and see what we can do. Okay. So, uh, what about we gotta do it before the sun goes down? So what about um, what at uh, six o'clock? Is that better for you, brother? Six? Oh no, that ain't. That's not gonna work. Bartholomew, is, is the sun down at seven time, seven o'clock over in your area? Man, this thing goes down around like five. Same here. It, it goes down quick. Um, it is, it is, by, by, um, time I, by, by time I get in the grocery store, I just got to grab my stuff and run out. <laughs> <laughs> really got time to pay for it. <laughs> I, 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 talked okay. to, I talked to my people, and it's it just about getting time together uh, when we can make that journey together. And then I can let them know okay. that for the decent people on property. Where is it located again, brother? Corsicana, Texas. How far is that from 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 Round Rock? Uh, from Round Rock, about two and a half hours. How far is that from Houston? 
um, from Houston, um, about three hours. And I'm in Round Rock myself. All right, well, we'll set something up. I, I don't, I don't know how to, how we can do it. Um, how will we, how I, I could propose that we get on the mega bus and get there. What do you think? Uh, mega mega bus. Well, I, well, coming from Round Rock, who's ever coming from this direction, I'll drive. So I have a, I have a. Mega. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, what about tomorrow? And um, how about this? Just, just contact me after five p.m. You call me, and then I'll call Bartholomew. Okay. On what line? Well, call me on the three one three four seven three nine seven seven six. Three one three actually four seven three nine seven seven six. That's a better number for everybody to use, by the way, because it if I miss it, it, it types out the message. It, well, most of the time it had it, it. I got a message today and yesterday, last couple of days. It's like it cannot trans it cannot transliterate the message or translate message or whatever. So sometimes the messages come up blank, but use that number is better. So four, I have three, to one, exit. Three one three four seven three nine seven seven six. Nine seven. Uh, you, wait a minute. Let me make sure. <laughs> I think that's right. That is correct. But if you, if for some reason you don't get get me, just call whatever number you got. If you don't get me at that number, and, and if I don't call you back immediately, call whatever number you got. Yes, sir. After five o'clock. Yes, sir. It could be it could be like five o five. It could be five ten. But at, at exactly five o'clock, I should be ready to talk. Yes, sir. That'll work. Everybody can stay on the line if they choose to. I have to exit because i got to go to another class. A couple of us got to go to another class. Minister Shedrick, you know the routine, so i got to exit. Please, everybody, put this into motion, and I love you all. Shalom. shalom. We love you too, brother. Shalom. 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 Um, yeah, this is Minister Shedrick. Um that was a very interesting uh very interesting conversation. I hope we all do take uh take this opportunity and ex- uh basically examine that form and see what we can basically uh uh basically come up with as far as our uh our lend our lending our hires if you will. Uh, so I guess you can generate some revenue for yourselves. Um, uh, Ema, are you still there? Yeah. Um, I'm going to, okay, because I researched that bit of information you gave mm-hmm. uh, the other day because I'm really fascinated by it because I, 
I didn't hear about it until you brought it up. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh make mention to make mention that to Brother Priest and when he goes on the radio I just want him to basically put it out there and if you can, if he you know, if he does bring it up I'll let him uh have you read the article that you brought up because I think everybody really needs to hear that because when I read it I was like, You gotta be kidding me. You mean we've been saying this all this time and they were refuting this. Yeah. They were just kind of like, no, we're not. We're, this, you know, we are these people. But then they turn right around and say, no, we really are Khazars. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a slap in the face. It's coming more and more obvious now, you know, and, and there it's, it's, it's coming to the point where uh, other countries are kind of going against Israel, including oh, the United yeah. States, where they don't want to really keep, you know, and it's also in one of the articles I read last night is also to the point where the so-called quote unquote, um, you know, families are talking about, you know, ditching their behind. So, uh, mm. it's, it's pretty serious. It is. And, and I think it's just timely. That's all I think. I, I think it of, um, a timely thing that while we're making our transition, you know, when we was with uh, back in the days and we went to sleep, they were learning from us, you know, yes. being taught the great things that we have now been, you know, we see. Well, the, it, it's happening to them. They're going in their dream state. And, you know, we're waking up. So the reality and the truth of it all is it's got to come forth. But we have to see this. And it's being yeah. seen. And, and I, I, you know, they're they're talking about it all the time now that they're Khazars. I mean, you, I've read a, a book by one guy. Well, this guy, Tex Mars, T-E-X-E, Mars, okay. M-A-R-R-S. He's been putting it out there for a while, but he, he's got books. And he's saying, hey, they're not the true Jews. Sorry. And then a lady, uh, I think her name's her last name's Cohen, or Copenhagen, so, Op- Openham or something like that. Uh, he'll mention her. She's uh, backing it up through, you know, they're doing it through the uh, DNA, the genetic uh-huh. DNA. Wow. Before, I, okay. So before I get too carried away, because I do have to journey over to the next class. I want to let you know uh, I did mention it, Brother Priest, but you can, you know, elaborate it on more and, and maybe. I will. Yeah, because he he had mentioned that you know we could you know if that means we can go claim our land. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. Like that's yeah. that's major news. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm gonna ask him about this in this uh, next class, uh, uh-huh. brother Bernard. He's still on. Shalom, Mark. I'm here. I'm going. To, if if it's okay, I'm gonna pass the post to you because I have to exit. That's or no problem. Are you okay, brother? Well, I'll be passing the post to you. I will see you, brethren, and Ema, okay. and sisters next uh, Thursday. I love, love you all, you. and shalom. Shalom. Uh-huh. Let's say shalom. Shalom. So uh, the floor is open for any any topics your brothers and sisters want to speak on, um, and uh, just go right ahead, and I yield to Sir Bernard. Um, what, brother... Uh, Minister Cedric was speaking of is um, the incident that's going on now. Uh, well, first of all, quite a few things, is, you know, when you look at timeline, you know, where we're at right now, you know, Brother Priest is bringing this to us for us to, you know, stand up and, and be held accountable now. What's in you? So the timeline has been going on for a while, and it happened. The tr- the biggest transformation, we know the 911, but it, fast forward it, the biggest tr- uh, transformation that this country and the world has seen is what? 
is when the uh, president of the United States was elected. No one, no one really thought that would transpire. However, the way he got in there. So in 2008, it, it, it you look back in time to 2008, and you see a lot of things that have transpired. One was the foreclosures. There was a lot of foreclosures. The banks got their bailout. Uh, Different things were instituted, first woman to get more money, etc. Now, it's in 2012, fast forward it, uh, Henry Kissinger, we know who he is. He's been around for a long time. He's a diplomat. He goes all over the place. He made a statement, but what he did, he called this female uh, media woman, and he wanted to put it on record. You can, this is all, you can back it up and go look and see. This is all happening that has went right before our eyes. He called her up and said he wanted to uh, uh, make a statement publicly. But not only, and we know how Henry is, he speaks his mind, but not only did he make a statement publicly in 2012 around the time of the full moon of uh, feast of the Jewish, us, the Hebrews, he, said, he, he, had, he got 16 intelligent agencies to go along with what he said. They agreed with him. And his statement was, back in 2012, that Israel will be no more in 10 years. Well, now, we fast forward it today. That's, you know, what, you know, the four, uh, it's 2012, so it's 2015. We got, it's almost three years. I mean, 12, it will be almost three years that he spoke this. And the transformation is happening now because this guy, Tex Mars, and others are saying, hey, those are not the true Jews. They're, they're Khazars. They're Khazarians. They belong where, they, you know, they don't, they don't really have a home. They're vagabonds. And so what they did, they have now Netanyahu, uh, Net- whatever his name is, the prime minister of Israel, he just recently reviewed some statistics or uh, uh, DNA samples and, and some information, and they're scurrying around because this truth is coming out, you know. And, and let me go back to 2008. 2008, there was this female, and it's on the news. You can go look it up on New York Times. She was trying to get married. She said she was a Jew. She, had to, she was an American Jew. She had to go through a whole lot of changes in Israel and the United States. And the title of the article is, prove how do you prove prove you are a jew and she was trying to prove this and so forth and so on going to the graveyard blah 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 well she finally got in there but they they never issued or asked or recommended a blood test now you know us aboriginals we get a blood test we can get a blood test to prove we're related to abraham isaac and jacob and and even the messiah himself and also as we've been taught by brother priest the 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 other evidence besides knowing the scriptures is the census you can you can get the census and it will validify who you are well anyway come back to now uh, uh the 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 the, he, the jewish people over there now are saying yeah we're khazars they're going to ukraine now ukraine has some issues last year brother cedric pulled it up uh they took over the president's um uh, castle, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and they've been showing, he said he just seen an article or a picture where they're showing they plant golf on his property, blah, blah, blah. The Jews, Jewish people are going over to Ukraine right now, killing up, taking homes, taking everything. This is happening right now. Killing these people, taking their homes if they are Christians and not Jews. 
They are non-Jews. They're killing them up. They're talking about they need X billions of dollars. I think it's about 50-some billions of dollars to relocate a lot of people to Ukraine because they want another nation. They want to establish themselves there. And so this is all happening right now, along with the United States, at, at odds with um, the Prime Minister of Israel. It's a lot going on, and that's where we're at right now. And I yell. For on the record again, it's Ock Bernard. Uh, Emma, I want to thank you for that information. You know, I do know that um, when you mentioned Tex Mars earlier, I know that that uh, he he does a lot of research on the DNA of the Kazwas, and then that woman, I think her name is Oppenheim, and um, I, I came across some of their uh, PDFs over the internet, and then also. It's very vital for us in this nation to stay current on uh, current events on what's going on, and we just want to do that just to kind of stay plugged in on what these what these uh, devils are up to, yeah. so we can stay plugged in in the loop. You know, we don't never want to not know what's going on. So that's right. That's one of the, that's one of the things that we have to uh, make sure we do our due diligence, and then also. I just want to go back to uh, what the brother, brother priest was speaking on earlier in regards to everybody in the nation being self-sufficient. He um, he's bringing up these ideas, trying to strike up um, creative uh, juices in us to to come up with your own entrepreneurial endeavors. And um, you know, you may not it may not click with you right now. If you do have a um, an entrepreneurial idea, you should share it in a forum so that, uh, you know, brothers and sisters could kind of help you um, brainstorm to, to mold and shape your vision and bring it into a reality. And, um, and, and, and let's reach out for that help. One of the things that, that I do just personally to bring extra money on the table is um, when I turn 21, I've always uh, enjoyed horse racing. Uh, and I used to go to the library and read books how to uh how to handicap. And so um what I call what I do is uh paramutual day trading. I'll take like twenty five bucks, thirty bucks and I'll put it on a green dot and then I'll put it into my free uh my free account on the internet and I do day day trading. So I take that little twenty, thirty bucks and try to make a hundred bucks, two two hundred bucks, just extra. And this is what I do uh to put food on the table. So, you know, and it's just one of my things that I recognize this is what's legal. You know, I'm not trying to go out here and sell no drugs or kill somebody. You, um, you do what what's allowed out here to uh, put food on the table, and you want to um, stay in the parameters of being an entrepreneur, how to put food on the table. If you got to collect cans or if you got to go cut grass or if you got to, you know, deliver newspapers, brainstorm, Put your ad on Craigslist. We have to be uh, proactive and 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 uh, and thinking of creative ways to uh, put money on the table for yourself, and then also uh, to help brothers and sisters in this nation that are struggling. Because you know, for us to even be here, you know, it, it, it lets you know that we're 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 putting the most high uh, before anything. So we we all have a, a common respect and reverence for the Most High Almighty, and, and that's why I think that's why we're here. And we want to make sure we keep our relatives together. So, you know, I, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, what I'm trying to do is uh, eventually get get my what I do into a turnkey 
and hopefully I'll be able to share that vision with other brothers and sisters around the country and uh, to do the same thing, you know, because there's not a lot of opportunities out there. You're never going to make any money working for nobody else in the long run. They're just going to take it away from you. So you just got to think of creative ways on how to put food on the table. You got other nations that's showing you by example. If you if you live in a house eight, nine deep and, and, and you do group uh, economics or collective economics, everybody in the house eventually prospers. And we got to do the same thing as a nation. And with that, I yield. Well spoken, brother. I, I think that that hits home, you know, and, and, and you have to stay current on not only, you know, information, but the technology or ways that we can improve, uh, you know, our, our living conditions or others' living conditions. Uh, uh, if you're inventive or anything of that nature, I mean, inspirational, what have you, just anything, we have this in, with, embedded within us. I really believe that. And, you, you know, you brought it on home like it should be with that idea. Is, is there anybody on the uh, on the call that has uh, any topics that they want to talk about? Uh, anything that you would like to share with the nation? The floor is open. Okay. Um, well, we're, well, let's create uh, let's create something to talk about. Uh, Ema had brought up. Oh, by the way, Ema, did you get that email that I sent you in regards to the uh, child support? Um, in the university? I think I sent it to your private email address. Okay, I haven't checked it today. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you sent it, I got it. Okay, so you do it tonight. Check that when you have some time. I just wanted to okay. make sure. Um, and then also, you know, the, the, these these well, this, even the Super Bowl, another another fake holiday. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I was bringing up how we have to stay plugged in on what's going on, you know, they they with the Super Bowl, it distracts so so many of our people, and we're unaware of all these things that they're doing. Like they're just talking about with this Obamacare, and it it does apply to the slaves and it applies to our loved ones because they're going to be affected by it. That's why it's imperative for us to learn this information and and to make sure we study. And um, there's going to come a time where you're going to have uh, friends and relatives coming to you uh, pleading and begging for help because they ain't going to have nowhere to turn to. And that's why Brother Priest is, is molding us and he's is teaching us and he's trying to shape our minds uh, into how to assist our brothers and sisters in the future and how to do it in a humble in a humble fashion, not to let our egos get the best of us so that we – differentiate ourselves versus these other groups out there. And I'm sure that, you know, all the brothers and sisters on the call, you see how they just, uh, you know, it's really heartbreaking to see how they behave. You know, our behavior is just so disgusting. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the the things that I appreciate uh, the brother and his teaching with us, you know, destroy that ego, get rid of it because it does you no good. and you, you have to reprogram your way of thinking, and you have to do a total cleansing of how we've been how we've been taught. And I use myself as an example. I'm 47 years old, and um, everything 
that I've learned in my lifetime. I basically had to flush it down the toilet and start all and start all over again because I've been lied to. And you know, it's a blessing to be here in this nation, and I feel we're learning truth. We're learning truth for the first time in our lives. And this is taking us from boys to men, girls to women, and I, I just think it's a blessing. And so we gotta stand united as a nation and uh, do things uh, collectively. And with that, I yield the floor. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But we gotta. I also wanted to add to that is that you know we grew up with you know in the from the old school, and we have to heave to. Uh, the elders and what they're telling us, you know, they, you, you must remember that's wisdom there, and so we must heed to, you know, the, 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 the positive things that were taught to us as far as our, our nature and our demeanor, you know. We have to realize that, you know, it's a collective thing, it's unity, unification, and once we get that in our minds that we're working to better our people as well as ourselves, I think it'll start manifesting. Um, it's called fruitation. The, the, now is the time for fruitation. All we got to do is just do it, you know, and, and, and it'll, it'll all fall in place with, it, with that positive thinking, that positive mind, and you, you, you know how to tap into the universe as well as into the knowledge that we're receiving. You ask and it shall re- be received, knock and the door shall be open, seek and you shall find. These things were put in there for a reason, but a lot of us ask amiss. And what I mean as a myth, we say, yeah, we want this and that, but we, our, our faith, our belief, is, it, it, it wavers. I mean, you really got to stick in your mind, if I truly, truly believe that this can happen, I can conceive it, then I can achieve it. And that, with that, I yield. Amen, sister. Amen. You know, we, we have the power and we speak it into the universe, and that's why we have to be mindful of the things that we say. You know, I look at uh, when I read the scriptures, and 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 I see where we we flourish as a nation when we when we obey, and I see when we uh, when we get caught up in all this idolatry and and doing what the, doing what the like nations around us we do the same things that they do. That's when the Most High sends a nation to conquer us, mm-hmm. and that's when uh, it's like a it's like. Um, a father whipping you with a switch, you know. <laughs> you you hard headed, go get a switch. And and that's why our people suffering, you know, today. And once we get back to get back to the basics, get back to the six hundred and thirteen and, and doing it consistently as a as a body of people, not just individually, I think that's when we'll really start to flourish. Yes, sir. And do, and don't you agree, uh uh Brother that it also applies to other nations that do the same thing. I mean, you know, it don't just apply to us, even though, you know, it can be extreme because we know that we are the children of the Most High. But if we are able to observe that these other nations have to pay and get whoopings too, you know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> and I see, do, that I, way we take advantage of that opportunity. Absolutely. Man, sister, you're absolutely right on point because when you see, like, the Asians, the the East Indians, the Russians, uh, all of them, when they have their communities and they all live in the same house mm-hmm. and they all help one another and they take care of one another, they're building communities, mm-hmm. whereas that we, we do the opposite, mm-hmm. you know, break into each other's homes, mm-hmm. steal, steal from one another, tear the community down. We bring the drugs in our own communities. We depreciate our – I mean, we are our own worst enemies. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why I think the most high, he get that switch on us time and time mm-hmm. again. And you can look at history. You know, I put that book uh, in um, in uh, Hebrew University, Judea Trembles Under Rome by Rudolph oh, Windsor. And yeah. he talked about he talks about it back then, the same thing that they're doing. I think it's 3, 330, 3, 330 uh, A.D., I think is when it is, is when the time frame, but in that particular time period, these brothers and sisters are doing the same thing, caught up in the same idolatry, mm-hmm. uh, caught up in the same uh, sexual sexual immorality, mm-hmm. and uh, you got you got these, um, I call them Uncle Toms, just like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. You got the same brothers back then. They're, they're doing the same thing back then, and we're doing the same things now. And so history is a great teacher of uh trying to do things the correct way. All you got to do is open up a book and see what our ancestors did and how they got into trouble. And all we have to do is say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to obey. I'm going to follow these scriptures. I'm going to be, I'm going to self-govern myself, self-govern my family. I'm going to work for myself, provide for my family. And and that builds community. That's right. That's right. And uh, that's what we, we have to get to that and we have to stay on that path, period. And I yield, sister. And, I, you know, and I see that, and I, and if anybody else want to chime in, that's fine, but I see that, uh, uh, you know, when I when you, think, when you speak of the Asians and different, you know, cultures, particularly the uh, Koreans and the Vietnamese and the Asians, they have been um, making money off of us females for so long. You know, I mean, I mean that's an industry that I don't even want to, you know, touch. And I think you had gave us some statistics a long time ago on that, Brother uh, uh, Bernard, if I'm not mistaken, or somebody did. Yes. And, and you look at it, now because of the hard times, a mother or a woman has to choose between feeding her child and going to the hair store. But like Sister uh, um, Tanya on there says, uh, she knows how to make soap. Okay, we can know how to make hair stuff, or we know what to do with natural hair, or we got to get back in tune if we got to do our research. And I have done some research. I'm pretty sure a lot of the other ladies on here have done the research. But, you know, we... The, the 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 Orientals now are seeing that you know their their commerce is going down. <laughs> you know, it's actually leaving them. So this is where we pick it up at. You know, for yeah. for women that do their natural hair or, or whatever we got to do to uh, you know promote that. So I think the opportunity is there to snatch it up out from the underneath of them. It's just you know how how deep can we go? Yeah, yeah, you're right on, sister. You know, uh, I have a Another PDF is by the uh, African American Consumers, mm-hmm. uh, and they do research on what we spend our money on every year, and we, and we lead the world in buying hair care and beauty, mm-hmm. and um, you know buying all that fake hair. And if we could take that money in our community and, and you know and turn those and re and redistribute those dollars, and another thing we lead in is buying. Um, we we spend the most money at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and, and we already heard what the, the rabbi said. I mean, our people don't listen. <laughs> you know, there's a book, there's a book that the Nation of Islam put out a few years ago called "The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews," and in that book, uh, they do a great breakdown of um, showing the historical relationship between the Jews and, and our people. And how every industry that's created, they're the ones that benefit from it because they come in 
and they set themselves up in like a, 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 a leech sort of position, and they leech off of you, and they just drain you dry, and they do it in every industry. And just, you know, for example, me being in the uh, entertainment industry and doing research, you can look up any artist, and you'll find that most of them, they, they end up losing their careers because their 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 Jewish uh, uh, representative got them hooked on drugs, or they just drain their they drain their bank accounts. And it's and it says in that book, this is this is one of the things that they do. And it also says that in their Talmud, they're to they're to uh, build a relationship or to establish a relationship with a with a uh, African American. You know, that's what they call us, the bywords. And so they 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 establish these relationships and they build this trust with you, and and they set it up to where oh we're gonna we're gonna make tons of money together. We're gonna we're gonna do all these great things, and you can look. Over the course of history, and every every time, they always drain the brother. They always drain the sister, and um, that's why me personally, I don't want to do no contracts. <laughs> I just want to help our people first, mm. and I yield. Yeah, I agree. I agree, brother Eric, sister Crystal. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What you think about all this? I mean, y'all, y'all on point. I, I just sit back and, and, and see everything unfold and, and just thank the most high that I'm a part of something that, like he said, you've been taught a, a lie a whole life, you know, and when you get started coming to the truth, it just leaves you speechless, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't be around that many uh, people like, like, uh, like they say, you know, in 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 other states, it's just us, and then you got the Christians, and where the black, so-called black, and the whites, and they don't. When you go, if you mention anything about something like this, they they looking at you like, loony bin time. He need to be in loony bin. <laughs> so it just, you know, it, it'd be like wow, because we 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 like. Shoot. I said we wouldn't have ran into a brother priest on the science uh, self science university. We would have still been looking at forty, forty to fifty years before it hit the south like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So it, it yeah. just it, it's crazy. And then you have to you can't get no help from your family members around here, and and to be a part of a nation who. Our priest looking out for us with the uh, information he gave on us today. And uh, a couple of months before we went on break, how he came with, and he said, everybody, you know, we need to come together and help our brother, you know, a job opening, you know. You don't even hear that around the people you be around everyday life. <laughs> they don't no. have that comprehension. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. They, they, but, but if it's something like destroying, like, uh, a female or uh, a uh, dude, you know. I was I was cutting hair the other day, and uh, one of the one of my homies, well, one of the my clients, he, my, I call him I call him homies, the little homies. But one of my clients, he uh he had busted in the door, and he was like, uh, he glad to see me. So I was I was asking him why, and he was like, uh, you ain't heard? And I said, what you mean? 
said, I don't be out here in the street like that. He was like, no, uh, the two dudes, me, I cut him, and he said his two homeboys, hell, like uh, a week or two before this, this, uh, before yesterday. And come to find out the two dudes he was with tried to kill him. Mm. Yeah, they had to stab them, punctured their lung, and he been in the hospital, but mm. I ain't know it, you know. Wow. But like, just listening to how we hate each other and, and you know, all this, and this supposed to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. And, and I just see a lot of things unfolding, you know, to, to a bunch of negativity. All about nothing, though. But yeah. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's happening. You know, I mean, it's all happening at one time. You know, everything is unfolding now. I mean, you know, we, we always heard, you know, it's the end, it's the end. Well, you know, I mean, I always thought it would be the end once we take off the flesh. But, you know, they say it's the end, it's the end. I, I think it's just that. You know, what the Most High had ordained and, and set forth, you know, he, when he made the promise to Abraham, the seed, when he made that promise, he didn't lie. He did not lie, you know, and it's coming to that fruitation now with so many things transpiring, and that's why it's always good to look to the Middle East, and if you think about it, he, you know, the Most High, he created the Middle East. It means look to me. He wants us to look to him. Middle East, look to me is what he's saying. You know, and we, if we can see his glory, his magnificence, then, you know, we're empowered to do, we can do anything we want to do as, if, as long as it's within reason and it's honest, it's legit, and, it, you know, it's for the good for the people, you know. And I see this happening. I really do. I see everything happening. I see things in the future. You know, I see, I know, you know. And it, it's going to be. I mean, there's there's no way we can get out of this. It's going to be. You know, and those who cannot hang or those who truly are not supposed to be won't be, you know. <laughs> he said a rentiment. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. <laughs> we have to make sure. We have to make sure that we stay consistent on our um, – on our daily responsibility of reading these scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I say that because what the what the Ema was just saying and the brother, it's crystal clear in the scriptures. I think it's in the book of Daniel where the most high telling you that uh the he's gonna he's gonna uh preserve a remnant and and that's the twelve tribes and and that's why when you when you read the Bible and the stuff that we're taught here in this nation, it's like you're reading with a new set of eyes. It gives you hope because you're not you're not letting that Christian brainwashing uh, have you confused and, and dumbfounded. You know, you see the scriptures with a different set of eyes. And so, when you're talking to brothers and sisters in the streets, you 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 understand what they're what they're dealing with and what they're going through because. They're going to church on Sunday, and um, they're going against the grain, so to speak. You know, they're 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 out of balance with nature, and uh, they're not keeping the Sabbath, and so they're smitten with all types of uh, mental issues and physical ish- issues because that is the judgment. That is one of the judgments, and that's why I'm saying when you read these scriptures, I try to read every day a couple scriptures, and it, it arms me. And and um, it gives me 
strength. What is that scripture where it talks? I think that's Ephesians when it says put on the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. And it, it it is so true because when you're speaking to other other nations and they'll and they'll say crazy stuff, you know, like um, I was just speaking to a Christian brother about two days ago on the phone, and they always want to quote something out of the New Testament. They always want to say something real quick, and then they never give you an opportunity to respond because they want to run. They don't want to hear the truth. And so these days what I tell brothers and sisters without getting into a long explanation, I just say simple and plain, you know, if you value your soul and um, you want to make sure that you you are accountable for yourself, you will want to know for yourself the real truth. So I wouldn't put it upon Christianity. I wouldn't put it upon no religion. I will find out for myself before I let some pastor lead me over a cliff. And I, and I tell them in, um, in the Christian Black Codes of uh, 1724, it's Article 2, it tells you right then and there that they gave the slave masters a religion to keep the to keep the slaves uh, in check, and that's just Christianity. And then also, we have to, um, you know, when you read these scriptures, it, it gives you. It's like the most high put the words in your in your in your head to to articulate to the people. And then and then the last thing is, I tell them, you know, who who created Christianity? Did the, did the Christ create it? To, you know, to, to make them think, because we all know he didn't, and we know the origin of it. But man, they will not pick that book up and go do that research. So, I just wanted to say that, and uh, and I yield. Mhm. Wow. Sister Ruth, are you still on there? I don't know if she's still on. Do you hear me, sister? If you're on, I guess she's not. Anybody else? Mm, anything? Uh, what's what's going on? How's the weather out there, Emma? Uh, it's it was nice today, but it got a little cool. You know, it's just you know it's pretty good weather for right now for us. You know, I'm glad we're down here in the valley because um, thinking about it, you know, um, there's another imperative thing going on. It's the Yellowstone. You know, and they're not telling the people the truth on what's going on with that. You know, and uh, is that about that like the guys are supposed to be erupting or something? Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's pushing up. It's, they actually uh, are closing, you know, down. The animals have actually been leaving for a while. Uh, the buffaloes are so you know leaving, and they're walking on, along the um, the road and stuff. You know, the birds, the animals. Um, yeah, and, and during the summer, it's got cracks in it and everything. Yeah. It's it's the road melting too. Huh? The road melting too. Yeah, you know, you and I talked about it. we looked up some things uh a while back. And and I have a friend, he's an Indian, um, and he one day I'll you know, see if I can get him on to talk to us. He talks about uh uh, self-preservation and survival through something like this. He does say that, you know, if something like this was to erupt, I'm going to tell you, if something like that was to erupt, it would take out a lot of the United States. And then all uh, further up, you know, toward the uh, northeast and, and stuff and all over towards the, you know, the uh, um, 
you know, West Coast and everything like that, uh, they will be affected by the ashes. And, you know, ashes are nothing but pieces of glass. So he tells you what to do for your car or what you can do for yourself, you know, to protect yourself because it is a high probability that this could happen, that it could really erupt. And in, in the sad part about it is with their demonic nature, they actually are using equipment. You can go look all this up. Use equipment to make the earth vibrate more to make it happen even quicker. You know, this is what we're dealing with, you know. So if, if we was in Israel, we wouldn't have to worry about this or in Costa Rica or somewhere like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I heard when you see the animals, mm-hmm. like when you see the fish washing up the shore and you see the birds dying and the animals migrating yeah. all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's the early warning sign, something getting ready to happen. I've seen some today with globs of birds, and I said, this is highly unusual. Globs and globs and globs of birds. It was highly unusual, and I'm saying, well, something's in the mix, you know, yeah. because you don't see it this time of year here like that. Yeah, we did have kind of a warm day, but that still doesn't make any sense. And, I mean, they're out full force. I mean, millions of them, you know, and they're, they're, they're yeah. doing different weird patterns, you know. I mean, they're all in sync, and they're just going back and forward and, and, and getting up on the telephone lines and stuff. So you have to, we, you know, we have to start paying attention to nature, to the news, and to people. Those are the main things you've got to start looking at. Pay attention to those three things, and you'll learn a lot, and you'll know what to do because the Most High will put it in you to know how to react and how to, you know, have that those shoes on your feet and the staff in your hand ready to go. He don't play. When he says it's time to go, that's what Brother Priest is saying. It's time now. It's time, you know. And we don't want to be caught left behind. You know, I think it'll be a great thing for us in the nation. I'm going to actually put my folder in there. I got a folder that I call Plan B. Mm -hmm. And... And in that folder, it talks about uh, when the water becomes undrinkable, mm-hmm. when, there's a, when there's a disaster, what do mm-hmm. you do? And so I think that's a, with all, some of, all the information that you're saying, we need to have a, a folder mm-hmm. that, the, that the brothers and sisters can, can look up. And uh, you've got to have an emergency plan for your family. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that would be a great thing for us. You know, I was just reading an article. Uh, they were saying that, here on the West Coast in particular, there, there's a freeway. It's called Highway 80, and it runs all the way from Alaska all the way down to uh, Mexico. Okay. And they're saying if there's a catastrophe here on the West Coast, that's that's the one thing you don't want to do is get on the freeway because right. it's going to be it's going to be log jammed the whole way down. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. And, you know. So and if the people are unprepared, and this just goes to what we we're talking about: staying uh-huh. current, staying uh-huh. in the loop. If right. You, if, Unprepared. If you don't know what's going on, you're gonna get caught up in all of that. Right. And that's it, why it, I stay stay in the loop. It, and it, I definitely, it definitely don't hurt to start saving a little water. Don't feel silly doing it. You know, start putting your little water aside. You know, and I always have talked about the blue water. You can even put it in the you know in a blue container and put it in the sun. It does wonders. It it it, it with your hair, with your skin, with your system. You know. Um, uh, Sister Ruth has recommended, you know, we drink some ginger, you know, every now and then. It's really good for you. Uh, you know, I have a, a couple things that I can uh, suggest to do, you know, to keep your, you know, body pretty well, you know, intact, you know. And um, it wouldn't hurt to, um, you know, uh, maybe find some iodine and put that aside. 
Because yes. you know, I mean, after that Fukushima thing, I mean, whatever the name of it is, uh, the the the, uh, the uh, radiation is. That's why we're having so many aches and pains. You know, it's going to happen because the radiation um, is very high. It's all over the the whole world has been engulfed with the radiation. I mean, it's just that's something we just can't you know help. We can't do nothing about. But you have to learn to know what to do as far as you know suppressing some of that. You know, and it starts with your mind first. But um, there's a lot of things that's going on that we might have to resort to, you know, you know, yeah. like learning what kind of plants. I I got a book here full of plants on what plants are recognizable and what you can eat. You know, if times come to that, you know, learn how to make a fire. You know, you know, what I'm saying these are things that we don't know. <laughs> I put on the uh, in the Hebrew University. I think I put it in the four foot garden. You can have a garden in your apartment or in your home. Mhm. When it's only four feet, you just need a little area where you can grow your potatoes and your greens or whatever. But we have to learn. We have to know how to do these things because uh-huh. we're dealing with we're dealing with an enemy, and all he's doing is following his playbook. He's not deviating from it. And and what we're doing is we keep giving this guy credit, thinking, oh, he's he's going to change eventually. He's not gonna he's not going to continue to be mean towards us. He's uh-huh. not gonna he's not gonna continue to chop our head off. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when you hear guys like Ted Turner and, and uh, Kissinger and all these guys talk about uh, 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 lowering the population, we need to kill all these people. We need to start with them first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I get sick of hearing them say that. We need to mm-hmm. start with them first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Ms. Ema. Did you uh, get the latest on Tiny Deuce? Uh, no, what's the latest? What'd they say? Oh, no, I was just asking. I, I ain't looking up. I was... Oh, okay. No, they're, they're going through court right now. Um, to the nation, the family's here right now. Tiny Deuce, known as Brian Duncan, he's a rapper, and he's... Um, they say he's a member of a gang, but he's, you know, actually he did, he hasn't had any uh, charges of any kind, federal, you know, or, you know, local or anything like that. But the state of California has picked up to the point where they are talking about giving him life just for rapping. Because they have, they what they did, they they passed um, uh, Proposition 21 up there in California. The people now, supposedly, voted uh, in 2000 to prosecute, you know, gang members. As far as you know, if they go out and rob, kill, steal, or there's there's this part in it what's getting him if they profit off of their you know it, it causes other people to die or something. So they're saying he's uh, his rapping is causing people to kill themselves because one song is no safety, and I think some of the words within the song says you know you're not safe behind this gun or something of that effect. So he's very scared. He's very terrified. But the only thing I can say that I can empathize with the brother, I don't sympathize with him. Because he's in that state, and that's what Brother Priest is saying, you have to go to them law books. When you hear laws and you're out there, especially in commerce, you need to check it out and see what, 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 how it affects you. Evidently, he didn't do that or he just didn't care. But right now, they got him talking about giving life just for rapping on the radio. But we know what's going on. We know what's going on, you know. First of all, Most High is in operation here. He's saying no longer are you going to keep giving this trash to our babies. And number two, you need a change, brother, you know. And number three, it, it, it's not what you think it is. You are a slave bond servant. You've made enough money, and they're going to take it from you. And with that, I yield. Yes, Ema, absolutely. That's what the Most High 
is doing. He's cleaning up all these affairs of our brothers and sisters that are out of balance. I didn't I didn't know about that story, but, um, you know, and it just goes to show you why the freedom of religion and the freedom of, freedom of speech does not work for bond-serving slaves. Hello. <laughs> Perfect example. Yeah. When you're outside their jurisdiction, it does not apply to you. And that's why it's imperative. I can't, I can't express that enough. It's imperative that we learn this information so we can help save our friends and loved ones because they need it. And they, don't, they really don't have a clue uh, where to look, you know. They're so inundated with all these different websites, with all these different groups out here mis- misleading them, misguiding them, and... Um, you know, once we go full force with this radio station and this TV network, they're really going to flock to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah, looking forward to the challenge. And, uh, you know, Brother, Pre- Brother Priest is our, is our living example mm-hmm. of uh, how it pays off of, of learning this information. This brother, can he can give a class without looking at no notes because <laughs> it's in him. And that's how it has yeah. to be with us. Yeah. We, it has to be in your day-to-day affairs, you know. When you um, when you stop writing it on paper and, and, and you start living it and, and you become it and it's your way of life, that's when you really comprehend you can read law, you can speak law, and you can write law. And that's the end goal, and that's what we want. That's why we got to study, study, study every day, and I yield. I want to ask, uh, yeah, ask you something, brother, or anybody in the nation. You know, I had posed this uh, about a year, year and a half ago. You know, say, for instance, because they're talking about doing different things with the Internet and particularly really controlling it, and they're talking about, you know, maybe uh, they took this before Congress last year, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, they want to be to the point where if you go into Google or to a search engine, they're gonna, they, they plan on or want to start charging you. You know, now it's enough that they can monitor you, you know, on what you're searching because you can actually go and find out. You can go in and find out how many words, a particular word, how many times it was searched within that particular day by all of the people all over the world. So, you know, now they're talking about actually, you know, charging us for that. So I said, wow, you know, that's pretty deep, you know. Here you charge, you're being charged to, to run it in your home and, and on your phone and stuff. Now they're talking about charging you on the Internet. But what I was posing, was asking the question was, supposing the Internet was um, snatched underneath of us, is there any suggestions on a form of us being able to communicate with each other? You know, supposing all everything, the whole grid went down. How would we, con- con- you know, how, you know, it's almost impossible, but how could we, what could we do, you know? Is there anything that could be done? Going on the record, it's like Bernard again, Tribe of Judah. You know, Ema, that is a great question, you know, because they they they've, they control air, they control water, and they charge him for that. And, um, you know, I, I, I recall our our, it, our, our our brothers, the Tribe of Gad, they used to do the smoke signals. Uh-huh. And um, I knew that was a, a way of communicating. And um, if they do shut down the Internet, and I and I've heard that as well. I know they want to take charge of it, mm-hmm. and, and and there's been different groups that have been fighting that and resisting it. But I know they're not going to stop until they get their hands on it. Mm-hmm. Other than um, 
other than the male? You know, I don't. I don't know. You know that 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 is a great question. How do we communicate? Because I said last year, yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah, I can, the only thing I could think of besides, uh, you know, the mail, and uh, and they already control the telephones. Yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, that that's a great Wait. question. We need to be able to answer that. You okay. right. Okay. Well, let me bring something else to your attention. Okay, um, Macy's and another store are getting ready to launch the drone delivering things to your house. Now, the mail, they're talking about cutting out Saturday, and they're also talking about downsizing, and they're also talking about delivering through drones. Now, let me tell you this, because, you know, I've been researching this, and I noticed that I have seen some Caucasians that have purchased drones, and one Caucasian, you can pull it up on the computer, he was flying his drone, and it went into the water. And, of course, the water short-circuited out, but the camera continued to run, and he captured a lot of beautiful stuff in the water. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that would be something that, you know, would be of interest to, you know, maybe if it was legit or if it was possible for us to, you know, because you would be controlling your the the drone, and, and some people are purchasing them. Yeah, well, that that was a suggestion within my soul that Yahweh has given me. You know, because the mail is not going to be dependable. Uh, the phones are not going to be dependable. Smoke signals is definitely out. Uh, the com- internet is not going to be dependable. So uh, the newest technology is the drone. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree, and I've seen them. Matter of fact, they shown where somebody was uh, out on that boat, and they and they and they tipped over, and them drones are able to bring those little those mm-hmm. life preservers, those mm-hmm. life uh, the little buoy things that keep you fl- afloat of water. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. And, and and we could see, we could go. Somebody could research it and see how much it would actually cost. What's the what's the rules? What's the procedures? What's the legality, lawfulness of it? You know, I think that is one way that we could do it. That would Especially be the only way, really, if the grid's down. Yeah, and because it's uh it's outside their, it's outside their jurisdiction. It, it, exactly. They, yeah. Well, so, yeah. We're a foreign nation. We can own those things. Exactly. So yeah, okay. that's a good that's a good suggestion. We're gonna have to uh, gonna have to investigate in that and uh, I look think at it's the imperative I think we do. Yeah, absolutely, and that's where it gets, comes back again to this uh, uh this account mm-hmm. that we need set up for these types of things. We do need to um, start donating, even if it's five extra dollars a month right. to put in, you know. Right. And see, and see, if we got a school, you know, these schools opening up, we could have someone, you know, um, being trained to be able to operate these drones, you know. We've got the school being trained, you know, the people, the young folks being trained. Then we'll have the technological side, you know, uh, uh, being trained to be able to operate because it, it wouldn't take but one central location to send out, you know, these drones, whatever, you know. That's the only other, only form we can – that's the only way we're going to be able to do the communication, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's imperative that we do really start thinking about this because it would worry Brother Priest, number one. It would worry me, and it would worry everybody else. If something wants to go down or we need to get up out here right away, that we could not get in touch with so-and-so and so-and-so and so. Because when, when, the reason why I think thought about that and think about those things, when the 911 occurred, I heard through the grapevine back then that the um, the Jews were warned not to go into that building that day. Yeah, same here. I heard, uh, I even heard Dick Gregory talk about it. You know, I heard some brothers talk about, uh, oh, don't go there, don't go, don't go uh-huh. there today. 
And I don't, you know, I don't understand. Well, I do understand because I know the people inside the building were sacrificed. But Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you're right. We need to have some sort of safety mechanism that uh that'll go out and and the brothers and sisters in the nation will get that that notice that notification ahead of time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that we will be prepared for anything and we do need that or, do or, or someone you know we could uh, we could put some money towards or we could all start saving some money toward a short circuit radio yeah yeah you know what i'm saying absolutely you know i know the uh, brother i know the brother went to south america last year and um you know, I did some research on a lot of other places in South in South America, and I know one of the reasons why South America will work is because if they release some sort of uh, radiation, mm-hmm. it does not go across the equator, uh-huh. so it, it wouldn't affect South America, and that's why South America is a good uh, it's mm-hmm. a good fit, it's a good uh-huh. fit stop. But I, I know the the long term is is head back home. Oh. Okay, but there's one other thing, because I, I try to keep up with current stuff, news, information. Um, it hasn't been discussed, but you can pull this up. And I think Brother Eric and I talked about this. There's a meteorite uh, or something of that nature is supposed to, if it's supposed to, it's coming close to the earth. It's supposed to maybe possibly hit the earth. They're not sharing that with the mainstream media. And it says it would actually hit down there in Brazil and down there in South America. Oh, yeah. I mean, look it up. <laughs> yeah. Look it yeah. up. Now, the heard, Israel will be the really safest place. I've heard of Wormwood. I've yeah, heard of Wormwood. Yeah. I've heard of Wormwood. And then I also heard, uh, have you heard of this guy? He's a uh, he's a Levitical mm-hmm. from the tribe of Levi, uh, 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 Rabbi Simon Altes. Yeah. So he, he, has a, he has a video on YouTube, and he talks about the Hebrew Israelites and he talked about the Hebrew Israelites in America, and he talked about some places over there in Africa that would be safe. Yeah. So that's, that's a audio, there's a video on YouTube that I suggest. I'm going to see if I can put it up in the in the okay. university because I do have it. Okay. But uh, he gave a list of a couple places. He talked about Ghana. Mm-hmm. He talked about uh, Sierra Leone. Yeah. Oh, because the Most High is supposed to cleanse. He's supposed to cleanse Israel out first before we can go yeah, in there. Yeah, getting cleansed, right, right. Mm-hmm. So the scriptures are, cl- are clear on that. But uh, these are supposed to be some safe places for uh, Hebrew Israelites here in America to go once mm-hmm. you know once we get restored again. Right, right. Because so if you look at, go ahead. Go ahead. If you look at the scriptures, it says that, you know, it'd be, uh, especially in Revelations, it speaks of these type of things going to go down. And then it says the other nations will look far off and, you know, they used to trade with her and all that stuff. Are you familiar? I know you're familiar with that. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why, remember on one of our calls, I was talking about uh, Ishmael and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and even the Moabites because the scriptures... It talks about in Deuteronomy 28, if you bless Israel, the Most High will bless you. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think us reaching out and having that assistance, having that assistance later on in life, that's going to be a benefit to to the twelve mm-hmm. tribes. Mm-hmm. You know, something else they're doing the over in Israel. Um, for the, I guess for a while now, they've been uh, uh, relocating those Beta in, in Israelites from the you know over there in. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, you know, Ethiopia. Yeah, they've been. See, they a lot of people don't know that they've been taking them people over there to Israel, taking them back to Israel. 
the Bedi yeah. Israelites. And and they're saying, you know, it is supposed to be where they got the covenant of the ark. So, you know, I mean, things are transpiring because they got a picture. I seen a picture the other night where they where these so-called, quote-unquote, Jewish people looking all weird were sitting here with all these Beta Israelites. <laughs> they think yeah. they're from the tribe of Dan, and they got the, um, you know, the Art of the Covenant put away safely. See, that Art of the Covenant will be brought forth once everything is cleansed, you know? Right. But this is what, this is, let me ask you this question, because I know in Revelations it shows you the 144,000, and it does not have the tribe of Dan back there. So it's right. almost like they're trying to force their way in. And uh, I'm just curious as to how that's going to transpire. I, I want your thoughts on that. What was what I thought Dan was like, you know, Manasseh, part of Manasseh. You know, they, you know, they just kind of because some of the, you know, would they be under Manasseh? No, because Manasseh, Manasseh replaced Dan, and, and Ephraim right. replaced Joseph, and okay. and Dan was stripped of their inheritance because they right. led the nation into idolatry. Right. Yeah, so, they saw the necklace. Okay. So yeah, well, they, I know that they're they. I mean, they're really welcoming them uh, yes. uh, in Israel. And they've taken a whole lot of them over there. Plus, they're taking a lot of huh. And this is what I want to. This is what I want to say because they're Falasha Jews, which means false Jews, mm-hmm. and. And 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 they're being given recognition by other fake Jews. So you got two two fake organizations mm-hmm. going back and forth, and they're and they're claiming our inheritance still. Right, right, right. Well, that's the synagogue of Satan. So you know what he said about that. Yeah, he gonna man, most high gonna clean all that up for us. Yeah, and 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 the funny thing is the new, the current news. Like I said, if you go look it up. The prime minister, he just saw, he just, he just, had, he just had gotten uh, a bunch of statistics through science and, and proof that they are not, the, you know, that that's not the bloodline. And and one guy even said on the article, he said, "Hell, I thought I was a Jew. I've been running around all these years thinking I was a Jew, and I found out I'm a Bakazar." He yeah. said, "Man, that's that hurts." <laughs> another thing, here's another thing that they do too, Emma. They always claim. Their nationality is determined from their mother. And yeah, they said he said that too. That it's in the articles always from their mother. Yes, yeah. fire contract. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they mm-hmm. they all do that, which is incorrect because we yeah. know, you know. So that's I mean they the one thing Hickory. that I find, Hickory. yeah you know I I realized that uh, even before they got to land in Israel they tried to you know they tried to go into Ghana mm-hmm. at first and the Idi Amin turned them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and uh, all, everything that they've gotten, they've gotten it illegally. So that's why I think the brother brought it up earlier in, in, on the fellowship line about we having inheritance claim on that land. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, we just gotta we gotta enforce it. Right. Right. It's promised. <laughs> you know. You you know. If he promises, he, he gave the present to us. Present. You know. He said, "Here's the present. If you wake up every day, that's the present, and that is a present to us to you know live." And so he promised. He 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 doesn't slack in what he says. No. The Most High. He does not slack. You know, we're learning government, commerce, and in in laws, statutes, and commandments. But he doesn't. There, we do have a creator because he he is real. You know, 
he's 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 more real than we are. We're a carbon copy, or made in His image, and we know us women know. You know, when you do a carbon copy of something, and even you guys, when y'all go make a copy, the copy is not the original. The original is is, is what the copy is made from, but the copy is the same as the original. If you can follow me, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he promised these things. I mean, he, he, he doesn't slack. He, he's got a purpose, pattern, and plan, and it's coming into fruitation now, you know. Yeah. I mean, in those 400 years, is up. Technically, it's up, right? Yes, been up. It's been you know, up. And I mean, if he said it, and he said it. Now, what other nation, what other, what other uh, group of people actually came to their bondage by boat? What other people? None. And, and it, it, it ain't that so simple. You could just take the just this is this is so simple that it just passed us by. It's our blood. It's the it's it's the uh, the, the proof that these we were the people that were brought here. I mean, it's so many evidences, but it's so simple we can't even see it, right? That man, and that's what I don't understand, Emma, because it says right there, twenty eight and sixty eight. Mm-hmm. He talked about the ships. They will be returning ships again, and there's no other nationality. And so I don't understand how brothers and sisters can support them over there in Israel, and they allow them to to steal their identities, mm-hmm. and they don't take the time to read these scriptures. Mm-hmm. See, I, that's what I don't understand. How are you going to church and you don't? It's crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I would think that if if the Most High has, if He says in the Scriptures that He'll have you as a re, have you with a reprobate mind, what can you do? Yeah, that is true. Because just like just like the uh, the people that are in, in in positions of power, you know, I mean, He put them in that position. But if you technically look at it, the more they own, the more debt they in. If you look at it deeper than that, uh, they are being used. <laughs> if you go one step step, you know, further. I mean, they have been used, you know. Yeah. So Man. I mean, it's it's not you know it's 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 kind of scary, but it it, it you know it's a, a good scary because we know you know that the Father, the Creator Himself, is saying no more. It's over. You know the you one know? thing that uh, the one thing that Ted's Mars and those guys do they 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 always say you know they they they're Khazars they 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 I don't understand how they're trying to steal. They're, they're they're not the real Jews, but then they never go in into explanation on how who who taught them. They, he never brings up 740 A.D. He never brings up King Balloon. He mm-hmm. ne- they never they never do that. So they'll say a few things, but they never give the full explanation that the tribe of Judah taught them in 740 A.D. Mhm, 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 mhm. But mm-hmm. they'll say. They'll say they they it's not their they're not the right bloodline, but they never give us they never identify us so right it's like right. they know but they won't go ahead and give the full truth right 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 it's just they, they, I mean they're getting you know that's the biggest identity theft in the world I mean it's the biggest I mean it's the biggest hoax they've ever I mean they really pulled a big one taking someone's yes. you know identity but it goes back to Esau and Jacob you know what I'm saying absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it, it, he. You know, the, the Most High repeats himself. You know, he, he's definitely consistent in what he says, and he repeats it. So if you miss it the first time, second time, all the way up to the fortieth time, you know, maybe you might get it. You know. Yeah, I'm wondering have 
I don't know if you've been in the class, because so far I haven't heard this in any classes, but because we're a nation that uh, has a flag and we claim, and we basically reinforce our nationality, we're actually entitled to reparations. Yes, we are. Yes. So that's, I'm wondering, uh, has the brother uh, put together some sort of documentation for us to enforce that, you know? And I'm um, thinking that's I, one. I think he gave, you know, I think he has a format for that, but I think, you know, in order to get reparation, it has to be through a nation. So I think it has to be a collective thing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So well, I, I think I, that will come in time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I believe he will, you know, bring that forth even more so. You know, so much to do, you know. But, I mean, you know, if you get reparation and the people are not mentally ready uh, to be able to, you know, put it to good use, what good is it? Right. We're going to go out with our Cadillacs. But I know, know the, Jap- so. the Japanese, the Japanese uh-huh. got money, the, the, the Jews got money, the, yeah. the tribe of Gad got money. They, yeah. they, it's proven that you can get it if you know how to tap into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. we got to put our paperwork in. It's true. So, man, and, and, you know, another thing I wanted to bring up, because uh, I know it's getting late, and I'm going to get off here, and I know because I think it's just a few of us on here, um, Sister uh, Crystal and Brother Eric is on here, uh, and you and I. Uh, you know, they was talking about the, the Dead Sea over. It's drying up. It's drying up as we speak at alarming rate, and it's, it's drying up so bad. It's got a lot of sinkholes. So, you know, if it dries up, people could walk across that, couldn't they? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these things, all these things, the most high showing you these signs mm-hmm. and uh, everything that um you, you know, everything that he said in the scriptures is actually coming is coming real right before your eyes. And that's why we have to stay tuned in. Yeah. And uh it, it's a blessing to be on this side of the fence. That's all mm-hmm. I can say. Yes. Well, I certainly appreciate, you know, being on here tonight. And, you know, uh, I'm going to look at that email and check it out for you, you know, and see what you're talking about. And I'm going to send you a couple of articles. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you, you know, posting those on there and then sending me things because it keeps me abreast. I like to stay in the current, you know. Yeah. Well, knowing about my antiquity, but also it's right now the things are transforming that, you know, we got to be able to see to apply what we have in us to, you know, because I'm like this. If you put me out in the woods and you tell me, you know, to survive, dig on it, I'm going to survive. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. You know, that's just the way I am, you know, and I know a lot of us are, but we, you know, just got to get that inactive back in us, you know, get back in tune on on, on self-preservation, you know. That's one of the first things is self-preservation. Absolutely. You've got to so, be self-sufficient, self-sufficient. And I thank you for, you know, taking lead, and you've done a wonderful job, very informative. Uh, Brother Eric and Sister Crystal, don't you think so? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, I hope you learned from us. I hope y'all, we said something that really would spark that creative thinking in you. <laughs> Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> to you, uh, the brother and the sister, do you have anything else to say? Uh, you know, I think we're going to wrap the call up here in the next five minutes. If you got anything else you want to add? Uh, no, no, sir. I was just uh, looking at uh, stuff in the, on the news and everything and watching, you know, how these, uh, how this young basketball lady, she died. Oh. Uh, uh, young uh, basketball. Yeah. What was wrong with her? Uh, chewing gum. Huh? 
They say it's chewing gum. She choked on some chewing gum? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. it's the stuff it's the stuff that they put in that gum, you know? Uh-huh. Hot dogs yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our people we gotta learn that aspartame, yeah. all of, all that stuff, you know. We have, we we have to be careful. Yeah, yeah. Especially giving it to our babies. Yeah. That is sad. No, I, I I hate to hear about that that sort Me of too. stuff. Yeah, you know. but you know, you know, when he's ready for you, ain't nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Sister Crystal, you want to say anything? Uh, she she just went in the uh, bathroom. Okay. Nope. Well, brother uh, uh, Bernard, you want to carry us home? Um, I just want to thank all the brothers and sisters on the call tonight. It's always a blessing to be on the call. Always um, a lot of love and support and uh, fellowship, and uh, it's a blessing to be here. And I just want to thank you all one more time and looking forward to uh, speaking with you all again next week and want you to have a great Sabbath and have a, a enjoyable weekend, and we'll speak again next week. And with that, I say shalom, shalom. 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 Bye-bye. Shalom. Well.